welcome to another exciting, enticing, and alluring episode of the Ungrown Ups Podcast. This is number 81, episode 81, otherwise known as... The 81st episode. That's right, and I am Ryan, and that is Matthew, and we probably will have forgotten how to do this by now. Yeah, it's been a while. We're uh, And if we sound different, we're talking to you from our new million dollar studio. We are in a new studio. Yeah. Yeah, so we uh, hopefully every, you know, the sound quality is right up there with what you expect. If not, we'll fix it eventually. Or you should have lower expectations, I'm kind of thinking. I figured the expectations are pretty low to begin with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if you can hear anything right yeah, now. we're winning. Then we have won. Yeah, we've done it. We nailed it. So <laughs> Done! Uh, yeah, you may hear, you know, we're working on still some of the acoustics in this room, I guess we'll put it. Yeah, you've got a, a clean slate I of do. wall space. Uh, yes, in which is not ideal. No, not for audio purposes, but no, that's all right. We are right up on these mics, and so that's maybe true. it'll be all right. It'll be fine. I can't hear anything, and if you can, well, good for you. Uh, but we have not had a release in, since uh, March 22nd. Today is May 28th, so just over a month. No. Two months? Yes. I don't know how to count. <laughs> Wait, March, you're right. April, March, May. April, May. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. April 1st? We have done some shit in the time. You know what's funny? <laughs> we, we were talking about together. this, though. I don't remember any of it, which oh, is weird. Yeah, but it's one of those things where if you really took the time to sit down and think about it, I'm sure you could go, oh, yeah. But yeah. just trying to think back on it, it's like so much has happened, it's hard to go back and pick out certain things. Right. I was able to actually sit down and, and put down some notes on, on the, the, the shit that I did since the last time I saw you. Well, somebody should have done it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was well, it going to be me? Yeah. And oddly enough, I did see you just this past week. I did see you. Yeah, this was on Thursday. Yeah, I ran into you at BBI. Yeah, we went. Um, BBI Autosport had what they called a social hour uh, as part which of is their three hours long. So that's normal. Social hours. Yeah, and I don't know why they had tickets. Did you get a ticket? Yeah, I did the Invent Invent Bright. Yeah, Invent Bright yeah, yeah. uh, registration, but yep. nobody was checking anything. No. I think they just maybe wanted to get an idea of headcount. I would imagine so, but I I also don't know if Event Bright charges you to use their service probably not i would hope not if anything maybe it's just a way of them capturing but uh attendees email addresses for like marketing purposes like oh yeah bbi yeah, sure. wants to send out like a newsletter or something i don't really want their newsletter just so they know yeah i'm opting out thank you <laughs> but <laughs> bbi autosport is predominantly a porsche tuner yeah. i guess or builder um they're in the huntington beach area and they have well, i guess maybe I don't, what are they best known for? I guess the if you're at all familiar with... They the, used to run a cup car. They did run a cup car. I think that might be... That's how I know about them. Then the the Huna Pegasus, the Ken Block Porsche that they built for Pikes Peak last yeah. year. Uh, they did work on that. Yeah. Um, but generally, they are a Porsche performance uh, shop. Yeah, they're like a tuner, yeah. basically. Yeah. So if you need your motor run through and, and optimized for peak performance, BBI would be the spot to go. Or you want to put a ridiculous push rod suspension in. They could do that too. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, my buddy Joe built that. Oh, okay. The suspension was really cool. That's I question the lack of door bars and a cross tube in the front of the cage. There was a lot of stuff that it was interesting because it was basically just a back half cage. Yeah, Joe did lot the of suspension. So okay. that all the inboard suspension pieces, yeah. the rocker arm, it's and all pretty stuff. rad. And the funny thing is, is looking at it, I knew that Joe had done it, and so I, I took a picture of it. and I said, "I'm like, did you do this?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, my name's all over it." I'm like, and I look at the picture. I'm like, "Oh, and then you see it." Oh, <laughs> that's funny. But I didn't know until I looked at the picture. But I knew looking at the work. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of interesting. It's kind of cool to be able to identify a buddy's fab skills in the real world. Uh, and and Joe does phenomenal work. So. 
the that suspension in, in that in that Porsche that was the, the machining was really nice. Yes, um, so that one was there. But Joe also did the chassis development for the Huna Pegasus. So that whole uh, Porsche chassis suspension setup that is my buddy Joe's handiwork. So Joe has his own shop over in uh, Lake Forest, California, uh, called Scarbo Performance, yeah. and so he does. A little bit of everything. I mean, he's done Baja suspension builds. He's done um, lots of motorsports racing builds. Sure. Where, uh, customers will bring him cars and he'll totally blow it apart and redo the entire uh, chassis suspension uh, setup. I think Eric Hazen had a hand in the Huna Pegasus as well. Another kind of local dude that does a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. I mean, that when that was kind of cool to see. So the Huna Pegasus was on display at this at this BBI Autosport social hour. It was fine. Yeah. I, honestly, it was it was cool. I saw it. The for me, I went just to see the Tacoma. Yes. So Rod, to see Rod Millen's Pikes Peak winning record holding for a very long time Tacoma, and he ran that thing when it wasn't paved. And he ran it again last year. Yep. For his hundredth anniversary of the Pikes Peak yep. International Hill Climb, and he's in his what? He's got to be late seventies, eighties, somewhere early eighties, maybe. I mean, Rod's not. He's not a spring chicken, so to speak. No, and. uh Grayson and I saw the car last year at um, Pikes Peak. Um, well, a friend of mine used to work at uh, Millen, and he said his desk was used to be right next to it. His desk was like right there, and he would always run into it on accident. According to the internet, Ooh, the Rod internet. Millen is 72 years old. The internet's a fad, by the way. He was, I don't expect it to last. He was born in 1951. All right, younger than I thought. He um, From New Zealand. Maybe that's why he looks older. It's that Aussie thing. Ooh, I don't know if you should. Oh, actually, no, yeah, that's Australia. No, no, uh, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. We apologize to anyone down under. I know that yeah, there are two different places. That's a places. big different thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Here to be a Kiwi. Yes. Yep. I. Uh, it, it was cool. It was nice. I mean, it was good. So I didn't realize that they their shop is right around the corner from Subi Sports. And Subi Sports is where we used to buy all of our rally computers. I used to buy all my Cobra seats from them. Um, I, I mean, I've done business with Subi Sports for 20-something years. Your Monster Energy drink? No, 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 no. Your Flat Bill hats? No, not that kind of Subi Sports. <laughs> but they're, they're basically, a, they do a lot of just rally equipment, Sparco, their oh, yeah, harnesses, yeah. things like that. But I'm not really sure why they're called Subi Sports other than they used to run a Subaru way back in the day. And, and the then, name just stuck? Yeah, the name stuck. But, like I said, we used to buy a lot of stuff from them, so it was a pleasant surprise that they were around the corner, and I just peeked in the yeah. window. I hadn't been in that building a so long we, time. So we, we bumped into each other at that social hour, yep. and Grayson and I were just there to kind of look at the race cars, cause, yep. race because car. race car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and, you know, Porsches are Porsches, but seeing some of the custom ones, uh, they had Brian Scotto's RWB Porsche up on the lift, and they had the Huna Pegasus. Uh, they had um, just a, a variety of non-Porsches in yeah. attendance because some of the cars that were there were, were Pikes Peak bound. Right. So it was I think that was kind of the point, right? Is that Pikes Peak is coming up, so they wanted to have folks out for, yeah, for less, some of that. Less than a month away. Uh, Grace yeah. and I will be heading back out to Pikes Peak this year, nice. um, but we are foregoing the road trip portion of it. You're just going to fly? We're just going to fly. Fly to, can you fly to Colorado Springs? You can, but I'm just flying into Denver and, and it's an hour and a half drive, drive yeah. to, to Colorado yep. Springs. So If you can get out of Denver in a timely fashion, since it's just constant road work. It is terrible. It's some of the worst traffic I've ever gone through of recent memory. Yeah, but I mean, like last year when we when we drove through Denver, it was fine. So I just figured 
because we already did the father son road trip last year, yeah. and there's not really that many other routes to get to Colorado Springs from Southern California. Um, not without going exceptionally out of your way. Right. Yeah. And, and we did a full loop when right. we went last year. So, I mean, if I went the Southern route, I'd just be going backwards the route that I came last sure. time. So it was just like, ah. So figuring out the, the fact that the cost of fuel and the cost of, of hotels in traveling on the road trip part that right. was basically a wash with the airfare. Yeah. So it's not like it's we're saving any money right. by, by driving and stuff. So Just flat rent a car. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um, Hopefully so, something. You should rent a Mustang. Why? I don't know. A yeah. Hertz Mustang, a GT Just, 350H. I don't think the pedestrians in Denver are ready for that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Maybe. I, I have no desire to rent a Mustang. Well, rent the cheapest rent. Get a Versa. Basically, yes. I don't yeah. care what I'm driving. I right. just need to get around. And once I'm in Colorado Springs, I mean, the only real driving I'll have to do is up Pikes Peak for the practice session. Otherwise, the rest of it is like you can get around with, with shuttles and everything else. Don't get a Versa. You'll have to uh, get towed up Pikes Peak. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I just put it in reverse and just drive up back. Oh, yeah, that's true. That might work. It probably has more power in reverse. In reverse. Yeah, yeah the, the gearing, gearing is probably more favorable yeah, exactly. in reverse. That's funny. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't have, well, I'm trying to think like what trips I've been on. So I went on a couple trips. Went to uh, Palm Desert. And did not realize, but Palm, there's a hockey team out there. It's actually the minor league team for the Seattle Kraken. And, yep, I know, sounds weird, but they're in the playoffs, or were in the playoffs. And you went to a playoff game. Went to a playoff game, watched an entire game of hockey. They built a brand new arena at, uh, I don't even know the name of the area. Is it an Indian casino? No, I don't think, well, maybe. I don't think so. I'm not, I'll, I'll you have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so this was kind of, kind of crazy. Uh, it's a small arena, right? Very, very small, but they have huge acts coming through there. Music acts. Oh really? Oh yeah. Like sting is coming through. Oh wow. Uh, they had, I don't know, other famous people. We look at a bunch of, I wonder if it is Indian casino affiliated because that would make sense. It might be, but but what was cool, cause it is pretty small. Every seat's really close. So you're pretty close to the ice. We watched an entire game, went to the people's house we were staying with. Yeah. And it was overtime. Like we left and it was over gonna, you know, it was tied. So we yeah. listened to part of the game on the way home, watched an entire second game basically. It went uh three overtimes. I've never seen a game of that like it that. was long. <laughs> but they played two games, like a two games, surprise of one. I was so so you went to Palm Desert yeah. since the last time I saw you. So I was trying to think of like all the rest of the places, but that's the first one that comes to mind. So since I last saw you at the uh March twenty second or whatever when this episode aired um, since then, I, I did a business trip to Northern California. Yep. I did a business trip to Connecticut, and I did a business trip to Japan. And in Japan, I went to a baseball game, which also went extra innings. And Interesting. O- oddly enough, baseball games in Japan can actually end with a tie score. What? So they capped the number of extra innings? At 12. Really? Yes. Why? Because the Japanese have better things to do than they just don't it. want them to be stuck there all day. I guess. Like, and okay. so the game we were watching, um, the it was at the bottom of the twelfth, mm-hmm. and our team was was up to bat, and bases were loaded, and the pitcher walked the batter, and so it was a a forced walk, and so they the so that was it. That was it. Weird. And, and then we won. But I was actually hoping for a tie game only because I've never seen a tie game in baseball. That would be awesome. Like, I went to a Colorado Rockies game. I think it was Rockies versus San Diego or something. And it was at Petco Park. Yeah. It I've was, yet to be to go to Petco Park. 
It was a 22-inning game. Did you stay? We started heading... This was like a, a company event. We oh, rented okay. suites and stuff, so we had shuttle buses. Yeah. And m- most of the group had, had left, and then we were finally like, all right, this is going on too long. And it was like coming up on like midnight or something right. like that. So we're walking to the shuttle bus in the parking lot, and then we hear the cheering because the game ended because they Got scored. It. So we almost watched all 22 innings, but... Kind of like you, where we just like, eh. and nobody's had a beer since the seventh. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Uh, the Acrisure, it's called the Acrisure Arena. It is a Riverside County, you know, Coachella Valley, um, and it is a ten thousand seat capacity. Oh wow! That's but I don't know. Cozy. It doesn't say that it's. Oh yeah, it's really cool though. It doesn't say that it's affiliated with a casino, but no, that that's probably not because I mean, it has naming rights. I, I was thinking yeah. it'd be named after an yeah, Indian like a casino, Yamava or something. Yeah, so. Speaking of baseball, have been to quite a few baseball games, have gone to a bunch of Angels games. Have and you noticed the difference in tempo to the games yes. because of that whole pitch clock thing? Much faster. Is it better? Um, hmm. Yeah, honestly, I would say yes. Uh, it is. The first game was like two hours, so it was really quick. Yeah. And then um, the last game we went to was about two and a half hours, but that's, I think, the longest game we've been to. And they just kind of... I think it was that it was a little bit longer because they had quite a few pitching changes. Whereas that by you know that gets you another few minutes. Your, your comment about not having a beer since the seventh inning. Yeah. Typically, when you go to a baseball game, they, they cut off beer service at the seventh inning because halfway. Yeah. Yeah. That leaves you another two and a half innings till the, till the bottom of the ninth or whatever till the game's over. Right. Or actually, one and a half innings um, till the game's over, and that gives you hopefully enough time to sober up. But what's weird now is they serve beer through the seventh. Right. Be- and then because it's such a shorter amount of time, but you're still cutting on the other end too. So it's it's basically the the battle is between making Sales. money off yep. of beer and making sure that the spectators have time to sober up. Right. And the problem with the game being so much faster when they cut it off beer in the middle of the seventh. They were cutting off what a good half hour. Oh, of they beer were losing sales? a lot of sales. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's an interesting challenge, and I don't really care. No, I don't care either. But we we did. Uh, it was cool. So this last game, I got tickets for the Brewery X restaurant that's on the uh, first base, like out. Yeah, outfield. outfield. Yeah, it's, it's right field on the three hundred field level, and it's yep. it's. It used to be called like the Knothole Club. It's it's where yeah, you, it's been a couple different restaurants. Yeah, and I've sat there, and it's a great. It's, the view was awesome. We sat at the front, yeah. which is just a, it wasn't it's a like table. A it's like a counter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I so sat there. little counter, but we were the first row. And you have unobstructed. waiters. Yep, you, you have, have a waiter. Yep. Well, okay. You have, they're doing everything through an online order system, which oh. is annoying. Okay. So every time you order something, you have to start another tab basically, oh. which I don't love that part, but whatever. Um, no, it was nice. I mean, it was, it was a cool spot. It was a really good view of the game. The only thing you can't see, well, the, I mean, you have to turn your head to look to see at the, the giant Jumbotron, monitor, but yeah. who cares? Yeah, I've, I've been to a couple of games on the 300 or the club level at Angel Stadium. Yeah. And one of the bigger benefits is the fact that historically, and I haven't really paid much attention post-COVID or, you know, because since the pandemic started is what's changed. But historically, there you had menus and you were able yep. to place an order and they would bring the food to you in your seat. Which, they do bring it to you. You just have to scan the thing. now it's with an app, a yeah. QR code. And you, you have to tell it what seat you're in and then they bring it. And yeah. it, it is kind of awkward though because they would stop right behind you and just be like, oh, Ryan? I'm like, oh, yeah. And now you're trying to like awkwardly turn around in your seat because it's still a seat. Yeah. And like take your beer and not spill it on somebody. It's just, that was a little weird. But we had most of the row to ourselves. Oh, that's cool. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I picked up seats like on StubHub, yeah. like in the 300 sections. And it, we paid, I mean, to sit in the restaurant, I expected to pay a little bit more, especially for front row. Yeah. We paid like maybe $30. Yeah, it's not bad at all. No, it wasn't terrible at all. Meanwhile, you know, I'd sat in the, well, actually, the game before that I went to, Jason and I went. Yeah. And I was sitting up in like the 500s or 400s, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. I'll sit wherever. But we were sitting up there and some lady came by and said, hey, do you want our tickets? And gave us 200 level tickets. Oh, right. Yeah. So we watched part of the game from up top. What was she doing up there? I have no idea. Literally don't know. And then we watched most of the rest of the game from the bottom. Yeah. But I mean, I've only, I've only got to see Otani pitch once this year. He's I, only he only pitched the second or the first game, which was their second home game. Yeah, I I have not been to an Angel game yet this season, and usually by now I would have seen at least one. Yeah, uh, just schedule hasn't really worked out, and and I think part of it is just there's so much hype around Otani and and what's going to happen. Are they going to resign him? So like, it does seem like the the prices for tickets are a little bit more in demand. Yeah, I, so I'm not picking up those cheap. Seats. Well, the second he, they second that they, they, they trade him, you get oh, whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. Be really cheap, but I—I I mean, I considered buying two of the past, like the ten-game packs. Yeah, they're pretty cheap. You I mean, you can it, get cheap ones. What's that? You considered it, but you haven't done it. I haven't done it yet. No. Are you still just, considering it, or did you go nah? No, I think that dude, there's so much. Like, it's funny because I, while I can't remember a lot of what's happened in the last two months, there's so much happening. Oh yeah. You know, and especially coming up, and there's just stuff to do constantly that it. I, I would like to. I just don't know if the it fits the schedule. I've got to look at. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll go to a few more games here and there. Yeah, Grayson's coming up on. This is basically Memorial Day weekend right now. So Grayson has one more week of school. His last day of school is June first, so he's done for the summer. Um, and so at that point, it's like okay, he's got his his summer camp activities yeah. or some fun. We're doing Pice Peak, so that takes a week of of adventuring there. Um, July seems to be pretty like low key. We're not really doing anything there. Um, end of July, beginning of August, Grayson's going to Woodward West. He's going back to skateboarding camp for a week. Um, so we have like things planned, but yeah. like you said, it's like okay, in between, uh, there could be this, there could be that, and there's other activities to figure out. Yeah, and there's stuff like uh, I've got tickets to pay to the Lion this month. I've got uh, oh, I went to the No Effects 40th. There, so they're breaking up. Right. Which is funny because they're going to tour apparently for a couple of years and release a few more albums. And then but, break but up. But they're breaking up. Uh, so it was their final tour and San Diego went to that. It was like one of their okay. fest things, yeah, which, yeah. Was, which is fun. Um, but they so went to that. But then I've got like Peter Lion tickets. I've got a bunch of concert tickets coming up. More sports stuff that I'd yeah. like to go see. Grace and I are going to see Blink-182 later in Did June. you get tickets? In June, yeah. I am. Um, Remember I told you uh, the that... What was it? StubHub. Yeah. The class action lawsuit settlement. Oh, yeah, right. So we got like, what was it, like 500 and something bucks. So did you, so I I, man, I wish I missed that. I wish I had known about it because yeah. I, I probably would have got money back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I totally didn't freaking know. I don't oh, even well. know. I don't remember how they verified. They, they, I think the question was, you just had to give them the email address you right. used for your StubHub purchases. So they must have been able to look it up somehow. Sure. Because I know I didn't have to do a bunch of legwork. Right, right, right. I didn't even know. Like, I, I would happily have given him my email address. And the only reason I think I knew was, like, a social media post. I don't think I got an email. Huh. I think it was just something I saw, Yeah. like, on Instagram or something. It was like, oh, well, yeah, that's Where me. are they playing? They're playing Inglewood or something like that? They're playing at what used to be Bank of California Stadium, which is right next to the Coliseum oh, in L.A. Yeah, okay. But uh, Bank of California sold the naming rights to some other bank. And so it's BN... I don't know what the fuck it is. Yeah, it's a, it it's a bank that isn't really around here. Sure. 
but they have naming rights. That'd be fun. And so uh, we're going there. Yeah. It's where the um, LA Football Club plays. Yeah, it's right by the Science Center. Yes. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so that's the plan is Grayson and I are going to go do a day uh, in downtown LA and basically do the Science Center in, in the morning or early afternoon. See the Endeavor? Yes. Pretty cool. Because we've never been. Yeah, it's really and cool. And then go to the concert. But the thing I can't figure out is how to do parking. Because, oh, yeah, because you have to leave to come back, basically. Right. But what yeah. if I don't leave and I'm, I'm there before the concert starts? Can I just pay for parking again without having to pull out and pull back in? So the the parking is run through the city. Right. Um, and so I emailed the city because they, they had an email address. So I was like, yeah. all right, hey, I'm going to this concert and I want to go to the California Science Center. How can I park my car for both events? Without having to drive out and drive back in, can I just pay twice? I'm guessing they had no idea. I haven't gotten a response yeah. yet. So it's been, I don't know, maybe about a, a week or so oh, okay. since I sent the email. Yeah, yeah. So either they're just forwarding it to somebody that can actually think, or, or no I'm never going to get a response. Yeah, you'll probably never get a response. You'll probably have to ask when you get there. Yeah. But, but the. I mean, why have her an email address if you're not going to. Yeah, I don't know. The Endeavor is pretty cool. I, I saw it. Yes. And the way they did it is neat because you like go underneath it because it's up on big pedestals. Right. Um, so that part's pretty cool. Whereas the Discovery in DC, you just can walk around it, right? You can't go under it. This one, you actually physically walk under. And I actually, wonder why they changed, like, what, like, why DC, why the Smithsonian would only have you walk around it and not let you walk under it? I don't know. And I know the Endeavor, they're actually building a new uh, building for it where right. it's going to be stood up with boosters. Which. It's kind of a bummer in a way because you won't be able to see it as close. You're that much, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're that, you're that much, much farther, farther from it. So it's like, unless, unless they do a tiered kind of walkway around it. Yes. If there's an elevator up to the top and there's an observation deck around yeah, the top of like it, that. that would be cool. Um, but they actually, one of my friends is a wedding photographer and he posted pictures the other day of somebody was having a wedding and their, their reception was under the endeavor. I've actually seen That's that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be wicked. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, I, don't have any reason to have a wedding reception, but and then the they would only play like Michael Jackson Moonwalk, just anything that you any could, space related song. Yes, Mr. Tom or Mr. What's that song? Rocket called? Man. Rocket and then, Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Major Tom. Major Why Mr. Tom? Not yeah. Mr. Tom. He was a major. Well, but maybe when he was younger. I've misranked him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Tom. Was he from New Zealand or Australia? Yeah, one of the two. <laughs> Man, I don't even know. Yeah, there's there's a lot of really cool. Like I like seeing that kind of stuff. Um, they also have. It's not an SR seventy one. It's the. It's um, a precursor to it. It's yeah. the a a something. I can't for the life of me. But it basically, it. it looks just like an SR seventy one, except it's got two cockpits. Yeah, it's like a training development plane. Um, but it's yeah, it's on display, and so we'll see that. And we're kind of excited, but I don't know. It's I've never really been to a museum that was just free. They charge you for like the IMAX stuff, but there's oh, no yeah. admission to the museum. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. I looked up on the website and everything. There's no admission. You huh. pay for like any of the, the IMAX or theatrical viewings of stuff. Right. But otherwise, the California Science Center, you just walk in. I didn't. Do you have to book a time? Only if you're doing any of those theater showings and stuff. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I went to the website, like, just the other day, just to kind of confirm. Yeah. Because I was looking at the parking situation, trying to figure out where to park. And uh, when I was looking at it, it was like, yeah, you can make reservations, but it's only if you're going to see, like, one of, like, the, I think there's, like, three or four um, video or movie experiences. Yeah. 
then that's what you have to pick a time for. Interesting. Otherwise, you just roll in. Unless they have a special exhibit as well that you have to... Yeah, but that was like some Mayan artifact thing. And yeah, it's called Maya, the expedition. Yeah, and I didn't seem all that interested in it. So um, I mean, I'm sure it's cool. It probably is cool, but the whole reason why we're going is for like the air and space stuff. So like right. the natural history side of things, it's like, okay, that's that's fine, but I want to see the, the cool. Do they have anything cool on IMAX? Did you check that? No, because honestly, like every single one of those museum IMAX experiences is just they're fine. You could see blue whales in 3D. I think the thing that kills them all is they're too educational. Journey to space, <laughs> 3D. Right. A tribute exactly. to space exploration and our generation's next giant leap. Yeah. Next stop, Mars. Yeah, that doesn't sound anything like fun. No, it doesn't. It's not like you're going to see Top Gun. Right. Which right. would actually be great. In IMAX, I would totally yeah. be down with that. And so that's the thing is like if it, if it was a entertaining theatrical production, I would yeah. pay to see it. But if it's educational, I mean, not slamming in the education side of it. It's just that. <laughs> Screw learning things. I can learn things without paying $25 a ticket. Yeah. For an IMAX experience, I could just watch it on Discovery Channel or or stream it and s- through a bajillion of different content providers. Speaking of bajillion content providers, Netflix, what's up with that? Did you get your note? Do you have Netflix? Yeah, I have Netflix. Did you get the whole email about not sharing anymore? I don't have a problem because I don't. We only pretty much watch it at home. Oh, I had to text one of my buddies and be like, sorry, amigo. Yeah. The last decade is over. You're not worth that seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> Why well, he he needs to change it anyways, but it's just funny that they're I they I guess I it hasn't happened to me yet, but they have some verification process now. They're verifying I guess they can tell what IP addresses you're you're watching from. Yeah, but what's I can just say yes, that's my house. Yes, or I'm on a business trip and yeah. I'm watching. But they give you some sort of window where you can watch stuff at a different IP address for only a certain number of days. Man, I bet all these van lifers are pissed. Yeah, that's true. Because they don't have a place. But if it's always on your phone, isn't that your phone in the same IP address? I don't know how often it renews. Does it renew if you switch to like... I don't know. And the Wi-Fi versus streaming? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. But... I did see a funny thing, though. It was a picture of a van on the back of a tow truck. It was a rental, like, motorhome. Yeah. And it said you could get the full van life experience, including a breakdown and a tow. It made me laugh. (laughs) The uh, the interesting thing with the, the Netflix is like even historically Netflix was completely fine with the yeah. sharing of passwords and things, and it's this is just another one of those things where trying to please shareholders has fucked over the consumer. Right, and that, it's just such a a bo- lot of people have been canceling. Yeah, but I noticed. There's also now a free or a not a free but a, a ad cheaper supported. ad supported tier. Yeah. So a lot of people are just cutting down to that cheaper tier. No, thank you. I already have that with Hulu, and I hate it. Or it's the same thing where you just cancel it and then sign up, binge watch everything you wanted to see, right. and cancel it. And the uh, yeah, I, I I guess if that's really what you want to do, but the 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 prices of netflix aren't really that great anymore either i think that i think netflix is my most expensive streaming service because i have the 4k streaming package yeah um so i think it's what like 17 bucks something something like like that that. somewhere around there um yeah and honestly i can't recall the last thing i watched on netflix uh and i'm sure there's stuff we watch i just don't that's the hard part with the streaming services like, it's weird because with cable, you're like, oh, yeah, I watched that on Showtime or right, on, right. on Discovery Channel. Yeah. But I think because you don't always get those commercials that remind you what you're what watching. You're watching yeah. So when I'm watching Netflix, it just kind of, I don't think about it. Like, lately, we've been watching lots of Apple TV because we've been watching all, been of, good all of the Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. 
So we're caught up. Yeah, we got the last episode coming up this, this week. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be a, a must watch. Um, we now have Max. Yeah. Okay. So it's not HBO anymore. It was Max. HBO Max. Yeah. And then now it's Max because they merged with Warner Discovery. What the fuck? I don't know. Disney? But no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, but Disney did buy out all of the remaining Hulu shares. And so I guess Hulu is Hulu gonna, and Disney. But are they going to actually merge? So do I get to only pay for one of them at a certain point? Yes. Because I'm paying for two. Yes. And that's bullshit. Yes. I do appreciate. But you appreciate. might pay more for one than you did. Well, yeah. I do appreciate, though, that Disney was very much like, please share your password. Yeah. They wanted you to share with people. Well, I think that it's... In that's, the, I think getting subscribers is what they wanted. Right. They want to get people to get a taste, and at some point, they'll put their right. heads up their own ass and say, don't do that anymore. We're going to charge you for it. So it's it's one of those things where it's they do it to get word of mouth. They do people to get it hooked. It's like the drug dealer giving out free samples. It just pisses me off that by the time you get the streaming services, because there's like an obscure show you want to watch on some random channel. By the time you hook up all the stuff that you want, you're paying more than we did for cable. Oh, fuck yeah. It's I mean, like stupid. my internet bill, just the, the cable internet bill is, I'm already at like, a, I think a hundred something bucks a but month. Do you have um, live TV? No. So we do. But we got a deal. So Spectrum had a deal for three years. Yeah. For it's like a hundred bucks for live TV and internet. Yeah. So I'm paying like a hundred bucks just for internet. just for internet. Yeah. And I've I've got quote unquote gigabit internet, which is nowhere close to fucking gigabit. No. Um, and so I've got that, and then I've got Netflix, Hulu, HBO Go, or Max, or whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it's called now. That um. That's a free subscription because when we... On AT&T, right? Yeah, AT&T. So we're paying for Amazon Prime, Netflix, and Hulu. Uh Uh-huh. That's it. And then we have HBO, and then we have Disney Plus. Yeah. So... Well, I have Apple Plus. Oh, yeah, we have Apple TV, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot that one. Did you watch... uh, Oh, man, what was it called? Uh, It's a Chris O'Dowd show. It's on Apple. It is called... I, I don't know the name of it. Drawing a blank. No, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, no, and I because I, I, I can't I can't think of the name. Big ticket or big lottery show. And we've, we talked about this before. There's just so much on TV these days. It's hard to keep straight on what you're watching. It's called the Big Door Prize. No, and it was entertaining. I I've heard and I can't remember, I, I've heard about this show. It's a series called uh-huh. Jury Duty. Yeah, I've heard about this too. And, and I've not seen it. And it's 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 very similar to the Joe Schmo uh, concept from a couple of years back. But oh it, man, I forgot all about that. And Joe Schmo was a great, great. It was one of those. Yeah. It was a spoof of like those reality TV dating shows where he's the only one in the dark. He's the only one that's actually not an actor, right. and everybody else surrounding him is an actor. Jury duty takes that same concept. So there's a pool of people that are you know due for jury duty, and they're all serving on a jury. This one guy is a true innocent man off the street. Everybody else in the courtroom is an actor. The rest of the jury is an actor. Um, so I've heard good things about it. And so that I think is kind of. Once I don't even through, know what it's on though. That's the problem is like you, you hear these shows and it's like, what's it on? Like my wife's been watching Succession. I think that's H Max, HBO Max. Yeah, I've never seen it. Um, jury duty is on Freebie. Fuck, I've never watched that. Where the hell is uh, Freebie? I have no idea. Oh, is that? It's Amazon Prime. Amazon, yeah. yeah. What the hell is Amazon Freebie? 
it's fuck. It's like Amazon free Prime. It's yeah, free stream. Yeah, I don't know what the. That's the other thing is like you have all these companies. This trying is to stupid. It's a, you can watch Jury Duty on Freevee with a capital F through your Amazon.com account or with your Prime Video subscription. So it's on Prime. Yes. So why don't you just say it's on Prime? Because it's on Freevee. But capital who gives F. a shit about that name? Yeah. Amazon, apparently. I, whatever marketing decision made that decision uh, just deserves a kick in the crotch. It's very stupid. Yeah. And uh, Oh Cook, new season of that is out. James May O'Cook. Yep, James May's O Cook. There's a season two that just came out. There is another episode of the Grand Tour coming out. Yes, next week. I think so. Something like that. So yeah, we we always kind of talk about how there's too much shit to watch, and yet here we are trying to figure out what yeah, to watch. where you can watch it. Yeah, yeah. I man, I still love my shitty though. My terrible, terrible, terrible TV. Grayson uh, has launched a a new series to to binge. Uh, he's finally getting into South Park. He started at the beginning. He started at the very beginning. So, so episode good. one was the Cartman Aliens Rectal yeah. Probe yeah, episode. Yeah. Was that really the first episode? That was the season oh, one, episode one. I remember that one. Uh, so he started last night. Okay. And How I, far did he get? Uh, we watched, I think, two episodes oh, okay. or three episodes last night. And he, he was watching it when I left the house today. And I told him, like, okay, so whatever Cartman says or do, don't. that's the opposite. That's the do not... Do not be like Cartman. Cartman is not a role model. No, he is awful. And uh, <laughs> Grayson's like, yeah, I got it. Uh, but see, the thing is, is like Grayson's now 13. But when I first started watching South Park, it came out when I was in college, like my yeah. freshman year of college. Yep. So it was. Yeah, it was out in like 96. No, it was 97. 97. Yeah, 97. And so that's when I remember watching it. And so at that point, I'm OK, 18. Here he is five years younger watching. And I'm like, yeah. And there's a lot of shit that isn't appropriate for your age, probably. But like the episode, I as I was walking out of the house, it was Cartman dressed up as Hitler. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah, all of that. No. Yeah, it's probably not great. But and yeah. that's the thing is like, I, I kind of want to be sitting next to him and be like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. But I'm hoping he's smart enough to understand that. <sighs> I mean, he's a kid. He is a kid. He's impressionable. As are all kids. Right. Especially at that age. But I, I, I think he knows better. Yeah, yeah. I hope. I mean, just as long as he doesn't go to school and start telling his teachers no, lines and, that's, and, and stuff. And, and that's basically fine. what I was saying. I was like, yeah, any of the stuff that the characters are saying isn't something you should be saying. And right. he, he's pretty good about that. Because, I mean, it was, according to him, the first time he ever flipped the bird was Pike's Peak last year when... I met up with Johnny Lieberman. Yeah, yeah. And we and sent me a photo. Yeah, yeah, with our fingers up. And yep. that was Grayson. That's what he says was his very first time flipping the bird. So if he's good technique for a first timer. Right. So if he's <laughs> if, he, if he's that innocent, yeah. he might be okay with this. He's his probably gonna be fine. It's, I mean, it's all at this point they're historical documents well, as far the, as he's concerned. And the funny thing is, is Grayson will end up listening to this episode. So yeah. you can actually talk to him right now and give him words of wisdom, Ryan. Enjoy South Park. <laughs> Don't listen to your father. Yeah, no. There's, <laughs> there's going to be some stuff in there that you are going to go, what? And yeah, and you should. It is some questionable stuff. You may have to Google a few of the things. Yeah, or you'll have to ask me, what the hell is this supposed to be about? And, you, and Use the Google. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, some of it is, is uh, it was at the time it made sense because it was referencing popular culture moments. 
So if you knew what was going on with society or in the yeah. news, the episode would talk about that kind of stuff. Well, that's what I mean. It's at this point, it's a historical document, right? Because you're now looking at it 20 years later. It's a satirical historical document, but yeah, exactly. He's going to look at it and go, "What?" Like a lot of that's going to be so far out of context that it's just really weird jokes. Yeah, which is fine. Man, there's some bad stuff in there though. Well, in the the whole thing that started the the South Park discussion was because of the fact that um, we're going out to Denver for Pikes Peak. Uh And so there's Casa Bonita. Which is not open yet again. It's opening in May. Perfect. And we're still in May. I was going to say, it is May now. It open soon. And we started off. Did they get a date? No, they just said opening in May. Oh, okay. I am on their email list. Yeah, so you'll know. So I'll know. And what they've said in the email they sent out last Friday was that they're opening up by invite only. Okay. You have to sign up to be on the mailing list, and then you can pick your, your day and you time. Yeah, tell them, hey, look, this is when I'm coming through. Basically, yes. Yeah. So my, my hope is, like, I get a slot, and I can pick, you know, of this week, I can pick a right. day. Otherwise, I'm not going to go if I can't. Yeah, yeah, sure. But um, that was the episode we introduced Grayson to South Park. Ah. Uh. And then we got into uh, when... Cartman's hand turns into J-Lo in the taco oh, yeah. with kisses. Yes. We watched that one. Oh, God. And then we also watched the one where Cartman's mom is dating Caesar Milan. And Caesar Milan uses all his dog training tricks to get Cartman to behave. Ah. Uh, so I, we, they, I don't remember that one as much. That one was awesome. Was it good? So we watched those three. And those three episodes are kind of harmless. Yeah. I mean, generally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah, they're okay. fairly harmless. Um, so it'll be interesting when we get back to the, you know, uh, Tom Cruise trapped in the closet, Scientology. <laughs> yeah. Like those will be a little bit harder to explain, but Grayson's again, starting at the beginning and like, I forgot how overly sexualized chef was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. The, the, you know, what's a good episode. All is the songs, the Loch Ness monster episode with, oh. with chef's parents. Yes. It's yep. been so long. I, I, Three fitty. <laughs> Right. Oh my God, so good. So we'll have to get into that, but that's how the the South Park viewing started was because we're heading to Denver. Yeah. The Casa Bonita restaurant, which was featured in the episode of South Park, and the only reason I know of this restaurant is because, because of, South of South Park. Park. Yeah. And it might be open in time while we're out in Pikes Peak later next month. That would be cool if it was, and you could go. Yes. Uh, it's funny though. Speaking of places opening, so there is a new brewery that's taken over an old brewery space in anaheim okay and for the life of me i can't remember what it was but they have a pool like it's a place swimming pool oh yeah yeah yeah. weird so anyways this place is called you know what i'm not gonna tell you what the new brewery is called because it's and they've annoyed me um, <laughs> but so here so they every, every day on instagram they have a reel we're op- or a post we're opening soon and they show all the beers and they show the facility and everything's cool and just everybody's like put a date when's your opening yeah when's your opening and they just tell us a date and they're like oh we don't know we don't know we don't know we're just opening soon just keep an eye out but if they don't know they could say hey we're waiting on right. county so f- permits that's finally what they did they said we're waiting on permits so we can't pick an actual date right, right? well they just picked a date recently and a bunch of people were like well, i don't care now yeah like, you've teased it so long fuck right. you yeah well so tie into that we went to a restaurant called it's called craft by fire and smoke yes i've been there oh okay well it sucked uh 
everything on Instagram looks amazing. They yeah. have like 5,000 five-star reviews. Yeah. We're like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. We went, we walked in from the moment we walked in, it was bad service. Yeah. Uh, it was a little overpriced. The The food was good. The yeah. pie, we got the pastrami was amazing. We did the uh, birria grilled cheese. Okay. Yeah. Which sounded really good, yeah. but the service was, dude, it was some of the worst service I've ever had in my life. And point is that it ties to this vil- other brewery place. Oh, I almost said it. Uh, they have their beers there. And so I got samplers of all of them. It's awful. Oh, so you've tried the beer without yeah, yeah, going yeah. to the brewery. So now so I don't need know. to go to the brewery. Gotcha. But it's just funny. Like it was, I, I was blown away that there were that many five-star reviews and it was legitimately one of the worst restaurants I've ever been to we, in my life. We went, and this was early when Grayson was doing his urban workshop stuff last summer. And we were on our Beeria world tour, mm-hmm. going to all the local restaurants in yep. California. And Did that you was, go to the one in Anaheim? Yes. Okay. And so that it's on that street where there's a bunch of like cool restaurants and stuff. And it's like, yep, it was yep. closed down pedestrian walk. It's around. like a couple blocks from the um, packing district. Yes. Yeah. And so we went there and we went for lunch and even at like one thirty, there was still like a decent wait. And so we, we put our na- uh, name in and they, they'll text you or whatever we get in and the service was kind of spotty, but the place was hot as shit. Like I guess the AC didn't work or something. Oh. So they had a bunch of like those big, huge blue swamp cooler fans, Ugh. like pointed at all the entrances, trying to get air circulation in through that place. What's interesting? Their Instagram looks nothing like it actually looks inside. Yeah, they, there's some creative angles. It, it, definitely, but so when they, it took us forever to get a table, and yeah. finally I had to ask. I was like, "Hey, you told us 30 minutes. Let's say it's been almost an hour." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry, uh, we have a table for you now." And she turns around, and it's the table right next to the hostess stand. I'm like, "No." I'm not sitting in the, the most awkward area at all. So we, we go but to sit you outside. Should. You should have sat no, there man. and then make the people that think they want a table leave. No, it just sucked. Chew just with like, your no. mouth open. Oh, yeah. like, oh, it's uh, the old modern times leisure town is where they're putting in the thing. So anyways, this brewery turns out is owned by the same group. Oh. And so that's why they had their beers. But um, the modern times leisure town. Yeah, they had a uh pool and all kinds of like stuff it was it was pretty cool i'd only been there never <laughs> i mean i know a lot of people used to go there but i it's like um the group mcminimans in oregon yeah, they yeah. buy all those old uh high schools and stuff yeah and it's I'd, like that like i've been to the mcminimans pool right but i don't necessarily want to go to a pool at a brewery in anaheim yeah fair enough mm, just seems kind of odd but you, what do I know? You ever have people, separate people give you like the same compliment, like within a close enough time span when you start questioning reality? Yes. So like earlier in the week, I think it was, I think it was Thursday. I had to go to the office and pick something up. So I was in the office and a coworker that I hadn't seen for a couple of weeks. I mean, but I, I saw them recently yeah. enough. He's like, dude, you look great. Like you've lost weight or something. I was like, no. That's weird. Did yeah. you get offended? Stop it. No, but it was just like, no, but thanks. Whatever. Yeah, sure. And then uh, didn't think anything of it. And then the, then the next day, uh, Grayson was at, at the gym, so I dropped him off, and then I was picking him up. And He goes by himself? He goes to a, 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 a CrossFit class. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays from like 5 to 6.15. Yep. So I dropped him off, um, and then I went back to pick him up. And so when I picked him up, somebody else came and, hey, have you lost weight? You look great. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? That's weird. The only thing I can think of is the fact that one, I've shaved my beard. You got an extra large shirt. I've got now friendly mutton chops. Okay. 
But the other thing is, is I was wearing a black t-shirt both days. Mm. So yeah. black is slimming. Yeah. But I don't know if it's the facial hair, the t-shirt, or both. maybe I need to step on a scale and actually see if I've lost maybe. weight. I, uh, I have a couple shirts that definitely but fit I different. I don't know why that there's so much just doubt like i like why i can't just accept the compliment for what it is and be like no thanks it's no no like, i hate that every time somebody says oh did you lose weight i'm like pretty sure i'm, I'm pretty sure i've gained it thanks yeah jerk yeah it's like yeah i always feel like they're just being nice right but these aren't at the same time these people aren't the type of people that would typically just randomly no, give out compliments so it's just the weirdest thing yeah i don't i, I hate it it makes and me feel self-conscious and the, the thing is is like i don't suffer from like a lack of self-confidence uh-huh so i should be like Fuck yeah, yeah! Yeah, but it's no. Just, that's a weird one. It is. Yeah, I don't, I don't like know it. why. I don't take compliments well. Like it just makes me uncomfortable because it's like, okay, thanks, but now. Hey Ryan, you're oh. really good at not taking compliments well. Thank you. I, appreciate <laughs> that. I don't know. I just it's always made me feel kind of awkward. Like, thank you, but I don't know how but to respond. Half. But time. at the same time, like I have no problem giving out compliments. So now it's like. Yeah. 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 It's weird. It is a. We- yeah. It is a weird thing. But because of this black t-shirt trend yeah i purchased myself another black t-shirt the same kind uh well no just a black t-shirt i wear a lot of black t-shirts and this one uh is from a instagram artist that i follow um and he specializes in making one-off toys like collectible figures in the packaging but not for real characters sure so which one is it it's dano underscore brown oh, on okay. instagram i don't know and so he makes all sorts of toys and he's got like stickers like this one's a, a spoof of the chuck e cheese mascot it says party till you die oh, there you go and underneath this is nothing yeah. matters casino rat yeah and uh but the shirt that i bought was a um it's oh, the hamburglar it's the hamburglar and it says do bad shit and it's got the hamburglar on it and i was compelled something about the hamburglar spoke to me but this is also the first shirt that I've ever owned with a profanity on it. Uh, I mean, shit okay. isn't like... It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Yeah. But I don't know how... Like, wearing it in public. Like, I, I kind of want to... I don't... Are you going to put tape over it? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. You know, but I mean, it's like... Well, I'm not going to wear it to work. No. Well, maybe. But I would wear it to the DMV. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's yeah. there's certain places like I wouldn't have any problem wearing it to Target or Trader Joe's. I'd wear it to McDonald's. I did. Oh, there you go. I got my McFlurry on. Well, with- you found a McDonald's and it worked. Yes. Have you seen the new trend, the McDonald's McFlurry trend? Yes. With the hash browns? No. Yeah, apparently you order two hash browns and a McFlurry and you Ew. make an ice cream sandwich. No, I get it because it's crispy and but it's, it's salty warm and, sweet. and cold. Yeah, and it's warm and cold. I, I told I get it. I will never do it, but I get it. No, yeah. I do love a good, like hash, ha, patty style hash brown, like the like kind of like the McDonald's, stuff? yeah, okay, the McDonald's yeah. ones. Those yeah, are yeah. good. Make them in the air fryer here. Ooh, yeah, the, the other ones that are actually pretty good. Are the the Chick Fil A has got the hash brown nuggets, which I, is miniature. Is, is it just a tater tot? They're flat though, so it, yeah, so it's it's like miniature versions of the McDonald's hash browns. Yeah, they're like the size of a quarter, but maybe like the Burger King tall. used to have those, didn't they? I think. Honestly, I don't remember what the hell Burger King has. I haven't. I've seen had, a commercial. They have a Whopper. I don't think I've had Burger King in a, a decade or more. I used to be a fan of their chicken sandwich. I was a fan of Burger King, the Whopper, back in the day. Yeah. 
But then for whatever reason, like there was a Burger King in town. Uh huh. Never went in town. Yeah. Cause I mean, like honestly, lived like, in the boonies. No, but honestly, like when you think about how many fast food restaurants are yeah. around, like even around here in orange, where's the nearest Burger King? The only reason I know where one is, is because it's in the same parking lot as Ripley's groomer. Okay. And it's at, it's actually, on, um, is it on Red Hill? Nope. Tustin and 17th. Okay. See, I, I wouldn't know, but I mean, yeah. I know like, okay, from here, I know where the nearest McDonald's is the nearest in and out. I know where the nearest Carl's Jr. is. Yeah. But Ooh. I don't know where yeah. the nearest Burger King is. I don't know where Wendy's is. I don't know where Wendy's is here, but I know by my house. Yeah, I know yeah. where it is. And so I don't know what happened to Burger King where they, I mean, it was a place I used to go to. Nobody likes a monarchy, man. That's what happened. <laughs> Clearly gotta, that's what it is. Yeah, you got to rebrand like the Burger Duke. Yeah. But I don't know what, like what happened to Burger King? Like how are they on everybody's shit list for some know. reason? Like they, they were big back in like the eighties and nineties. And then just they kind of, they're the other one that you just forgot about. You know, I like, I also, I mean, given that you don't see as many commercials as you used to, but Hulu still has commercials and there's fast food commercials on there. But I do not recall the last time I saw a Burger King commercial. Do they still have that creepy King guy? Like in the little costume? I think that was the last ad campaign I remember. And I remember the social media campaign they had where if you unfriended 10 friends on Facebook, you would get a free Whopper. Why? Yeah, viral. And how would you prove that? I think there was a app huh. download that you could plug in, and it looked at your friendless count. Yeah. And then once they saw the number decrease by ten, you got the coupon. I did not ever hear this. Yeah, thing. that That's I weird. remember from a, from a marketing standpoint. I remember huh. that, but I don't. I never. I didn't participate in it. Um, but yeah, I don't like. What is Burger King's thing? Is it still just a Whopper? Is that what they're yeah. hanging their hat on? I, it must be. Yeah. I mean, dude, is Papa John's, by the way, sorry, totally sidestep a little bit, but is Papa John's even around anymore? The one by my house went out. So huh. I don't, that's the other thing. That guy like, had a bunch of problems, Papa John. He did, and they, they changed ownership, or they booted him from the board or whatever it was. But at the same time, it's like, how bad do you have to fuck up at delivery pizza to like withdraw or close stores in the market? Well, the one at the circle, it was a pizza hut. Yeah. It closed. How do you close a Pizza Hut? I think well pizza. in a college town. That's true. How do you fuck that up? But now it's another one. It's called like Big Ed's. It's another pizza place. <laughs> Big L's, Big Al's, oh, whatever. Big Ed's. I don't know. Anyways, it's another pizza. But it's supposedly pretty good. I've just never been there. I've also never been to that Ojai Burger, and they even sent free burger coupons. <laughs> so are you are you dangling the carrot that they need to ramp up the free offer in order to get you in the door? No, I just. I so I've looked there. at the menu. It looks like it's fine. It's like Asian fusion, Japanese sort of fusion burgers. Yeah. And their fries are low. Everything's got shit on it. Yeah. But now you're farther away from Ohio. I'm a little bit further away, but I still don't. Like, I, it would require me to drive, to park, to go in. Whereas before you could walk. No, well, even then, I never went. Yeah, I know. Right? I, mean, I would walk right by it. It was more convenient, but yeah, you yeah. would never stop in. Now it's. It was inconvenient when but it was now links. You're considering. Dude, when it was links a long time ago. That, place, that was place was really good. I like. I'm down for a fancy hot dog. Oh, dude, I, have you been to the place in Santa Ana, uh, Verse House? No. It's a basically a ripoff of the one in L.A. Apparently, they're not associated. Really? Because I know there's good. one in like the there's one in Sacramento. I think there's a chain. Yeah, I don't think it's the same. Huh. I, from what I when they first opened, 
There was a little bit of a... One's got an umlaut and the other one doesn't. Something And they're both like spelled that. the same way. Yeah, right. It's kind of the same thing like with Tommy's Burger. Yeah. Like Tommy Burger or Tommy's Burgers. Right. Or all Or like of... Adalbertos. Yes. Albertos. Yeah. Albertos. Like, speaking of... Uh, okay, so Taco Mesa. So why can't Mesa? we do that same thing with like Chick-fil-A? Just like some knockoff sounding name. Did you... Like Chuck Did Phillip. you hear Kevin Hart? He just opened or he see yeah, Hollywood Highland area, I think it is. He opened up a vegan It's a vegan restaurant, but while they were in construction, it's across from a Chick-fil-A and he put a big he had signs up that said we're open on Sundays, like he's taking direct aims at all the Well, yeah, that makes sense. Them, which is funny. But I don't think I'd ever go there. Because I don't want to eat food that tastes like other food. I just I'd wanna... try it. I just think it's weird that vegans are obsessed with making their stuff taste like the stuff they don't want to eat. Right. Just Oh, and the fact that you don't want to eat red meat, make your shit taste good. Don't make it just taste eat, like a burger. Eat tasty plants. Yes. Yeah. I Some vegan food's good. Yes. Yeah. But not, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, a lot I, of it's not really good for I, you either. No. Yeah. The the caloric uh, nutritional information is like when you look at the, yeah, the. the a lot of fats, calories. Yeah. yeah. The, what, the, the nutritional information? Yeah. Yeah. When you actually look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. 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 But the. Uh, anyway, so there's uh, a lot of like those random restaurants around here that yeah, I just I don't go to. It, what's funny is like even in my town, there's restaurants that have been there for years and get rave reviews. I've just never made it inside, and yeah. like there's no reason as to why I haven't. I just right. I haven't, and I want to. Yeah, but it just it's. I think it's one of those things where it's because it's not already part of our routine or part of our familiarity. Sure. When we think, oh, where do you want to eat? It just never comes to mind because we haven't eaten there. So we don't know what they are really known for. I mean, it's, it's like yeah. a, a fancier sit down steakhouse kind of American cuisine kind of thing. But I just cook more than there's that. Anything. But it's like, okay, well, if, if I'm in the, the, in the mood for some meats, it's okay. Well, there's a wood ranch. We can right. go there. You know, or if it's like, I'm in the mood for burger, well, in and out. You know, so it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, if I want something, that restaurant doesn't come to top of mind. It's right. all these other restaurants that we're familiar with that do. And so it's kind of the same thing here. It's, you know, if you want a burger, Ohio well, burger probably doesn't come to mind. No, I because I think for me, it's just like, I looked at their menu and was like, okay, you just have a bunch of shit on your burgers when I just want a simple burger. Right, finding just a really good backyard burger is hard. It's way harder than it should be. Yeah, like, and I don't mean in and out. I mean like literally a backyard home style burger. Yeah, some of those, like you know, actually, uh, I'll go to Omega Burger. Omega's got great burgers, and they're that style. They're that Greek. They're a Greek place, right? I, so of course you're going to get a, a good burger. I was scrolling through Reddit, and this it was a YouTube video link, and it's a Japanese food channel. Uh-huh. I think it's called Japanese Food Champion, JFC. Okay. Jesus. And, yeah. <laughs> but the Japanese don't know that, yeah, so yeah. therefore they think it's fine. Or they do. And this video was of an American that had moved to Japan. He's in Fukuoka, which uh-huh. is like western Japan. It's on one of the small islands like right there. Yeah. And he opened a burger spot. He had no restaurant experience. No business ownership experience, but he'd been married to a Japanese woman for 20 plus years, and they moved back to Japan like two years ago. So he did it to support his wife, but he kind of wanted something to do. Is so this he, the guy that opened a ramen place? No, this, he opened a burger spot. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And he grinds his own meat, and he uh, he makes his own bacon and, and everything. And people are into it. The video was 
fun, like fascinating. Yeah, that's it, awesome. And it was like, it was a, maybe like a 13 or 16 minute YouTube video. Uh-huh. Next time I'm in Japan, I'm going to go try to get a burger from this place just because, like you said, finding a good, like homemade kind yeah. of backyard style burger. The video of what this guy was doing and all the work he was going through is like, oh, that looks legit. Like, I'm, I want to try that. Everybody's just trying to be so fancy. And I don't want that. And he's not. He's, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's just doing it the way he would do it if he was making a burger for himself at home. Right. Which is awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he that's smokes, why. He smokes his own bacon. That's you awesome. know, it's, he's doing everything. And that's why I haven't gone to Ojai. It's just too complicated. Right. And I, I don't know. I would love to find just a real good. Well, there there was the prospect of uh, Next Burger. Yeah, that place is not gets overpriced. So they're to the point they're doing dollar ninety five burgers Monday Ugh. through Thursday. So that's a bad sign. Yeah, and then Core Burger just opened around the corner. It's tasty, but I think I told you we spent like sixty seventy bucks for two of us, to, and this is for burgers. Yeah, dude. Five Guys. It was the same thing. Like you know, Five Guys is a chain. It shouldn't yeah. be all that crazy. But like when the last time the three of us went, Jeanette, Grace, and I went. It was 50-something bucks. Yeah, for five guys. For five guys. for And half the toppings are free. Yes. And I want to say it was like three burgers, maybe two burgers and a hot dog, one order of fries, and then three sodas. And that was it. Oh, man. Speaking of glizzies, I was at the Ace Hardware today. Glizzies? Where the hell? Hot dogs. Oh, hot dogs. I was like, what? Uh, I was at the Ace Hardware today because I got a can of rattle, uh, that rattle can chalkboard paint. What's uh, What's your tag? What's your handle? <laughs> I can't tell you that. <laughs> it's, it's just a penis. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but they're doing, because uh, it's Memorial Day, they're doing free hot dogs. Oh, no way. Did you get one? No. Did you have to buy a certain amount of food? No, 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 no. They were just like, do you want one? And I was like, nah. I bought a, instead I treated myself to a Flamin' Hot Cheetos. I, uh, in my neighborhood, am getting the guilt trip from the VFW. Ooh. The Veterans of Foreign Wars. Because yeah. it's Memorial Day, I get yeah, yeah. that. But they've got... Everybody's grandparents sitting in these easy ups with the hats. Oh, at all the places. Yes. Okay. I haven't it's seen like, that yet. It's like, dude, I already gave you know old man Jones sure. money when I went to Trader Joe's. Yeah, yeah. I'm at Lowe's. I'll be here three more times to get this damn project done. Right. No, you <laughs> have to donate every time. It's like tipping. Oh fuck. And all the tips. It's getting everywhere. so bad now. Dude, there's there's companies that dude. There are online companies now where you go on their internet site and order an item to come to your home, and they and you ask tip, you for a tip. Yeah, yeah, no, stop. It's it's getting out of control to the point where like you're looking at these preset tipping rates, and it's like 20, 30, 40 oh, percent. You're like, what the fuck? You just turned around and grabbed a donut off the shelf and handed it to me. Why am I tipping you for that? And then they also make you feel like a jerk because you have they watch you press zero. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry if I'm taking to-go food. Although I have been to a place where the guy's like, oh, let me do this. And he hits skip. Yeah. He actually hit skip before I even saw it. So he just, so he even knows it's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not the one programming the, the tablet. Well, no, but it's also the business owner's decision to turn it on or off. Yes. So thanks, yeah. business owners. Just pay your fucking employees. I mean, I think it's more complicated than that, but at the same time. No, no, just it's, because- it comes down to pay your employees. Don't pay them that bullshit Minimum wage plus tips. But I will also say that you're being asked for tips in businesses that you never would have been asked for a tip before. And that's what drives me fucking crazy. When you're tipping before the service has actually occurred. Right. You're like, I don't know how good it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I also, what the other thing that drives me crazy is when you go, so you put your card in the machine and then it asks you, is this amount okay? Well, I guess. Well, they're not fucking negotiating. What choice do you have? It's such a stupid question. 
Like, you know, you go to the grocery store, twenty nine fifty seven, and says, is this amount okay? Why the fuck do I know? I didn't do the math. That bothers me. I know it's an empty thing or a really silly thing to have bother you, but it bothers me. <laughs> I'm texting uh, Jacob right now. Uh-oh. He's uh, on a road trip somewhere. And he's in Texas. Yes, and he's at, because I told him I wanted a Bucky's uh, Oh, yeah, t-shirt. sure. So he's like confirming my size. I was like, yep. I'm like, but does it come in any colors besides white? Probably not. Because I need slimming black. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or you need like a green or something. Yes. Or red. Red would be a Bucky's color. I honestly don't have a lot of white t-shirts. I have a fair number of them in that I have probably a handful. And, and I don't wear them that often. And it's only because I, I, I don't think I'm messy. But I'm a messy eater. So I think about I this. I think I got a hole in my lip or something like that. Because if I don't wear white, shirt stays clean. Yeah. I wear white, something spills yep. on my shirt. I'm the, Yeah, I am not necessarily messy. Same thing. But I wear white always uh, hooks or hangs me up. But I did wear, I wore a white, uh, what was that? A uh, Undergarments? You, no, you I had a white. the Lord uh, and Savior and you got yeah, the uh, right. one-piece undies? No, no, no. I had a white... Uh, Oh man, Bonneville shirt on the other day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. Did you glow in the dark? You were so bright. No, but it's one of those like, you know, it, 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 this shirt is from two thousand and. It's vintage. Nineteen, I think. Oh, it's not that, that old. Vintage. No, but it looks like it's from like eighty seven. Have you ever looked at your? Well, you've been moving shit, so I'm sure yeah. you looked at stuff that's hanging in your closet, and you realized, oh, that shirt is fifteen years old. Uh, I still you wear st- a Jetster Brazil shirt. That I got at a Jetster Brazil show when I was like 21. Well, it was like that that Hot Wheels button-up shirt from Hot Import Nights. Yeah, that thing has just been in a closet. Right, but I mean, how old is that thing? That's probably from... 2003? 03. Yeah, like so that. 21 yeah. years old. Yeah, 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 and nobody wants to buy it. Well, that's because I think the Hot Wheels collectors are like a 5XL. So it might that not could, get that them. Very well be. <laughs> that's actually not. That's probably true. You know, it's funny. I joined a Hot Wheels group. So I don't really go on Facebook anymore. But I joined a group to post this. I have this long story. I have a piece of memorabilia that should appeal to a Hot Wheels collector. Yeah. And I regret ever joining this group. These people are effing insane. Like people will post a picture of check out this cool Hot Wheel that I found. Blah blah. And people's like, that's not a real red line, and that is actually not collectible. And you're paying, you overpaid. Remember? And like, dude, he's happy. Just let him be happy. Yeah, these people are weird, man. <laughs> well, I think that's the that's true of anybody who spends that much time on the internet on something that they're passionate about. Like, it doesn't matter what. It I is. think like, this goes beyond passion. Video game forums, uh, just. TV show, like chat forums and stuff like there's always, and I think, well, Facebook to a lesser extent, because it is your real name, but yeah, on those forums where it's, you know, a made up username, people just talk shit just because there's no consequences. Yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of like found some, I found some old Lego stuff. So same deal. I, Cause I'm not really like, I don't go on next door or any of those things. Right. And I'm not, right. I don't, I'm not going to go join a Lego forum. Subi boy, 69, 420. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I um, posted on a Lego collector forum thing uh, or pay, uh, what are they called? Forums or pages on Facebook page? I think group it's a group. group. Yeah. Okay. So I posted in a group said, Hey, does anybody know anything about these or what they're worth? Like, you know, here's the deal. The very first comment was if you just fucking Google, Yes, I and I was like, oh, okay, but there's a place where people meet that are supposedly into this and are experts at it. Yeah, thanks for the fucking suggestion. 
Yeah. Like I, I just I think I would have posted a link to let me Google that for you with your search results. Uh, like, yeah, dude. here's what I looked up and this is what I didn't find. Yeah, it's just like, oh well somebody if somebody knows about it yeah. and or is interested in it, right? That's having a discussion, not I can yeah, I can Google whatever I want, but that's not the point. What was the question that you asked? Just does anybody know what this is from? Is it how old is it? Is it worth anything? Was it, it a set or something? Or was it No, a it's a piece? metal brick. Oh. Made out of metal. Oh, so like an anniversary brick or something. Something like that. Yeah. 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 So it was just, you know, I I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm not coming back to this dumb fucking group. Yeah. And it was just, I don't get it. But speaking of collectibles, have you watched King of Collectibles? Let's go back to Netflix. It's a new show. Nope. Golden, G-O-L-D-I-N, auctions. It's some guy that owns an auction. They specialize in sports memorabilia, things like that. Okay. One of the episodes they sell, apparently there is a... One of one LeBron, they call it the triple logo man card. And it's, you know, the patches with the NBA logo on their jerseys. It's one logo from each of the teams he played for. Oh, that's kind of cool. The Cavaliers were, yeah, yeah, on one card. Anyways, they uh, showed the auction. They sold it for $2 million. Holy shit. But they have other stuff too. They had a guy who's got a collection of the, he had the very first Mac. $2 million. Yeah, for a card. Do you think that's like money laundering? Like where they... Just no. use that to buy that and then sell it. Like it's just, the it's guys like, that so that this because I've always heard that like art prices are kind of like money laundering are very common when you have oh, like yeah, multi million yeah. dollar right. art pieces. And so like I wonder when it's shit like that or yeah I don't know. I think the collectible market is just insane. But the it so there's these they call them like perfect cases. I don't know. Anyways, this company that made that card. You buy a case; they're like twelve thousand dollars for the case, and it's you only acrylic get, thing or something. No, that, it's like a like a metal briefcase thing oh. that's sealed, and they only have ten cards in them. And so, there's is a one of one LeBron James card that people all over the world have been hunting for. I guess Drake spent like a hundred thousand dollars trying to find it, two hundred grand trying to find it. Wow! Because he bought a bunch of boxes yeah. of these things. But, anyways, I mean, I don't get it. But they there was one of those uh, whatnot. Uh, the live streams that the guy was opening, was breaking the packs. Box, yeah, yeah, and he found it, and it's they sold it for I mean, what he pay for it, a couple thousand, and he sold it for two million. That's nuts. I don't get it. Yeah, some of this stuff, like when you look at the values of something, it's like it's weird what you can justify, and then at the same time, what's what you can't justify. Right. Meanwhile, a Jackie Robinson jersey didn't sell. Right. So like yesterday, Grace and I went to Cars and Coffee, and we go all the time. Yeah. And uh, there was a Bugatti Chiron parked right next to a Ferrari F40, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other Lambos and Audi R8s and a bunch of other supercars and classic cars and stuff. And Grayson figured out who owned the Ferrari F40, and so he chats the guy up, older guy. He's probably in his maybe late sixties or so. Sure. Um, He's had the Ferrari for 23 years. That's cool. So he probably bought it towards the bottom of its depreciation. Because when the F40 first went on sale, it was it was $399,000. But in the early 90s, it had dropped down to about half that. And the average price for a Ferrari... For Ferrari? Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah. Ferrari F40 these days is about $2.5 million dollars. And, you know, obviously it varies depending on mileage and some other bullshit. But Grayson had chatted the guy up and asked if he could sit in the car. And the guy's like, sure. So my kid got to spend seat time in a $2.5 million Ferrari. Have you never sat in an F40? 
I have not sat in an F40. I mean, who hasn't? Well, I don't you. know. Yeah, me. Yeah. Have you? No. Yeah. No. I have so, sat, though, and driven a Mercedes CLK GTR Roadster. That's pretty cool. One of five. So I've, I've been in cool cars. I've driven some cool cars, uh-huh. but nothing like poster worthy. Like I've worked on Lamborghinis, like Huracans, but that's those are so common these days. It's not that big of a deal, right? But I've never been driven in a Countach. I have. Or a Diablo. Yeah. But I've driven like a, a Viper, like SR, the the uh, the fastback SRT ten. Yeah, yeah. I've or GTS. Or yeah, and I've been in you. some Ferraris and some McLarens and some yeah. some stuff from the eighties, like DeLorean and stuff like that. So I mean, I've been in some cool cars, but Grayson has basically sat in all the stuff that I've had on oh. my walls as a poster as a kid. It doesn't hurt that he's a kid. Yes, and people are much more willing to let a kid than some slobby adult. Correct, and so. Grace is now 13 though, so his his opportunity is Shrinking. tapering yeah. off. So he needs to kind of step it up. <laughs> you know, and, and maximize his his youthfulness and his inquisitiveness and charm. Uh and maybe, you know, get his bucket list of of supercars to get some seat time in tackled. Yeah, I don't in a lot of those cars, like, I don't know, man, like the McLarens, I don't care. Modern modern uh, Lambos, don't care. There's so much stuff I just don't, that's not appealing, and I don't like that half of them all just look the same. Well, yes. I, the the McLaren is interesting. Like, I don't know, from a, a shopping standpoint, if I was in the market for a supercar and I yeah. had a choice between, like, a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, or a McLaren, like, what I would choose. Ferrari would probably be my top choice just because I feel like it has, it feels re- more real than... I don't the Lambo. Yeah, it was cool. I had the Countach on my wall as a kid, but it's not a none of them are a Countach. Exactly. And the the McLaren to me just doesn't feel like it's got any emotional pull. Yeah, I've been in those three brands vehicles, and I would say the the Porsche has the most charisma out of the three. You can tell it's handcrafted. Like you get in the car and the the upholstery that this the stitching on this on the dash is wavy because mm. some italian person you know hand sewed that you get into the mclaren or even the lamborghini it's it's perfectly straight because it's german engineering right. or british engineering in it but it's all almost the mclaren's like, built in a lab it basically feels like mass produced yeah even though it's not made in huge volumes but it's just so surgical and so sterile it's just like meh Whereas well, the Italian, the, you know, the, the the Italian Ferrari has that charm. I would say if you ever get the chance to look underneath an old Lamborghini, don't. Don't. Because you won't ride in one. No. They're scary. Uh-huh. But. Uh, I mean, I've, I've got to play around with the Mura. Well, that was pretty cool. That one I would want. A green one. Yes. A green S. It was freaking cool. But I would, I mean, if I had to go buy something, I would just go for an Audi R8. I'd see. I don't. There's no appeal. See, I like the Audi only in the fact that it's still a Lamborghini, basically. Yeah. But it just looks way more subdued. It's not a you know fluorescent color. It doesn't have all these angles on it. So it flies under the radar a lot more. I mean, for that money. But it, we've talked about this before. You might as well just buy a 911 because most people can't and that's, tell it. that's where I end up. It's a 911, but it, I would probably end up, like, if I was spending that kind of money, GT3 RS in an obnoxious color. I want, a, like, a froggy green or a fluorescent green or tennis ball yellow which speaking by the way i saw a z06 corvette the other day i think it sent you a picture you did in tennis ball yellow i personally like it 
But it's the first 306 I've seen of the new C8 body. Right. And honestly, I if it didn't say Z06 on the side, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, I don't think there is any way to know without the badging because I don't carbon think ceramic brakes, but I think you can get those on. I think the, it's optional. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how you're supposed to tell the difference otherwise. Yeah, the 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 Corvette. Like I, when you you shared that to uh, the group text between yep. uh, between uh, Mr. Jacob and Mr. Jacob Nick. And, and yeah Nick and I, and I think my my reply is like the 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 C8. I go from it looks cool to like. Ugh. And it all depends on the color. It all depends on the color and how the... Because you can get certain pieces in body color yeah. or in black. So I saw one that was white. And all of the pieces, like the vents and stuff in the back, were white. And Ooh. it looked awful. Yeah. But I've seen a white one with all the stuff's black. And that looks cool. It's got a real stormtrooper kind of spaceship vibe to it, which I, I dig. I think it looks cool. I, like the, I really like the cockpit interior. It's not bad. I think the when I it's, I it's the best Corvette they've made. Yes, and that's not saying much, but it's the best Corvette <laughs> they've made. I think the thing that strikes me as odd on the Corvette is the way they have the intakes running through the door panel on the exterior means that when you open the door, the door itself is about almost a foot thick. Oh yeah, it's wide. It's really wide because of the way the the, the body sculpting works. So if you're ever parked in a spot that's kind of narrow you might not be able to open your door simply because the door is a foot thick. So even though you've moved the door a foot, you don't have any way of getting out of the vehicle because the hinge point is just, it's right. not, you got to do vertical doors. Yeah, but then you're, you, then you got a Lamborghini. Yes. Right? Yeah. Honestly, man, I like my forerunner. <laughs> we can put vertical doors in your forerunner. Oh, God. Although... Knowing that the Ranger Raptor is coming, the problem the problem I have is so I I think I told you I went and looked at what the Bronco Raptor sells for. Yeah, they start at eighty six thousand dollars. That's before the dealer markup. Yeah, and that's stupid. So the truck's not going to be what's the truck going to be sixty? I don't know. seventy. I mean, it's too much, right? It's just uh, for a Ranger. Although it is going to be a really cool truck, I just can't justify. I mean, I, I wouldn't. I'd rather get a Rivian to be honest with you. Yeah. And that, you know, I, I keep, every time I see one, I'm like, damn, I would love to have one. But then I remember, you know, spending multiple nights in the desert and that's not going to help. Right. So I, it sucks because there's so much cool stuff that is appealing to me, but then is not usable. Right. I mean, I guess if I could add a third car, I would, I go back and forth. Would you get like a 911 or would you get a Rivian? I, I, as a third car, it'd be the fun car. So I think the 911 would be that fun car. You know, because I mean, I don't, if I already have two practical cars, I don't need a, a third practical car. Right. And I mean, the Rivian, yeah, it goes fast, but I mean, it's still a pretty practical vehicle. Well, yeah. And that's my, that's the point. It's like, then you're doubled up on practicality. You know, right. And ungrown ups shouldn't be that practical. No, but there's nothing like, I don't know. There's nothing really, although the Elantra N is kind of cool. Not cool enough. No. There's nothing that is like, okay, it, unless you're talking about six figures, what is cool? Yeah. You're right. I mean, it's it's not what's, and that I guess you'd have to also put in the, the criteria what's cool that's brand new versus like picking something up that's used. Right, right, right. right. 
Yeah, so you you know take used off the market. Although one of my friends did pick up a used 911. It's silver, but some special silver apparently. Okay. Whatever, don't care. The interior is cocoa. Ooh, dude, it's gorgeous. Nice. It is an absolute. It's an interesting combo that you've got a silver car with a cocoa interior, but it is the most just beautiful brown interior. Absolutely mm. freaking awesome. Did and he you find c- it in state or did he go? No, he went across country to get it. But what's cool is you can't, from the outside, you can't really tell that it's cocoa. It just looks black. Yeah. And then you pop the doors and it's a really nice, like, I guess medium brown, that's I would say. That's cool though. Oh, dude, it's way cool. Super, super cool. That's one of those things where I, that's, I kind of want to do that. Like buy something, Subtle. fly, drive, road trip it back. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That whole kind of. Yeah car buying experience adventure yeah i think it'd be cool i've i've been toying with the idea of selling the ducati okay so i've had it for it's a 2020 yeah and i've had it for i don't know whatever since 2020 and it is uh has just over 2,000 miles on it i obviously don't ride it that much right i love looking at it and it's a it's unique it's a body swap it's got good wheels on it i just do you think that body swap would affect your price I think it's it works in the bike's favor, uh, especially if you want, you know, if you can find somebody that's looking for something a little bit more unique. Yeah, because that uh, definitely is. And, and yeah. the color combo works. And it's red. Yeah, the gray with the, the red frame and yeah. the gold wheels, which aren't really gold. They're more like a, I don't know what you would call them because they're not gold. Bronze? They're not bronze. They're like light, light gold. Champagne? Kind of. They're yeah. more like kind of champagne-y. But um, the... You know, I, I like the combos. It's fine. I ended up going down to the local Ducati store to see if they wanted to take it on consignment. Where he goes, oh, I can't sell a bike with out-of-state plates. I'm like, what do you what? mean? That's exactly, yeah, it was so stupid. Yeah, because you could take a trade-in from out-of-state, no problem. Well, apparently not, dude. The guy, I think the, the people at that specific dealership are just jackasses. Because it's Newport Beach? I guess, yeah. They're they're stupid. So I might go check out the next closest one. Air or just get really nice, take really nice photos of it and put it on Cycle Trader. But I mean, I, I can get, you know, a decent amount for it. Would Ruben be interested in it? I texted him actually and didn't hear anything back from him. I should text him again. But the, um, I mean, really, it's, I kind of want to get rid of that because I sort of want an electric motorcycle. Like a zero or something? Or what would you get? Yeah, I think I'm. Have you seen the new live wires? I haven't seen the new live wires. The zero has a lot of appeal, yeah. but I don't want like they have the like basically I want their lower end bike just right. as a zipper around town. Um, because to be on like what ends up happening is I ride the BMW more than anything. Yeah. And it is mostly because it's comfortable, but it's easy. I can jump on it because I keep the top box on. I just throw my shit in. I don't have to go find my tank bag or take yeah. a backpack. So there's also nowhere. I mean, that Ducati is so freaking fast that there's really nowhere around here to ride it that's yeah you know where you can it's, really use it it's the same argument for like slow car fast yeah and even on ortega it's too fast for ortega yeah in a lot of ways so it's just it's not i mean i don't get me wrong it's fun and especially when you get it up towards eleven thousand rpm and it, the secondary opens and it just i've got makes insane noises i've got buddies up in la that ride so i mean if if you get a listing for whatever i can share the link yeah, and like I said, it's been a thing where I'm just tossing it around. Um, How much depreciation do you think you would have? I mean, between what you paid for it in 2020 to now, it, was there the same kind of used car craziness with prices with motorcycles as well? Like where the value is kind of. I mean, I got steady? a really good deal so you, because it was my third bike from that dealer, and they, you know, they yeah. know me, and, and we did a we did a solid one on that. I mean, I definitely it's worth more than I 
paid. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely in a good spot. I oh, just need go. to figure out like, do I really want to sell it? And one thing about that, so talking about things that like you make you feel something emotionally definitely has that draw. Yeah. So it's hard to say, yeah, get rid of it. Cause I know I'll be sad and it's not a thing that you can just go out and get another one. Um, easily anyways that's exactly well no that's exactly like that right so there it is a unique bike and that that part that's a little harder so it's but i I think like okay it would be cool to get an an electric bike for around town or i really want another vintage bike as a project yes so it'd be nice to have something to be able to to fiddle with and tweak and so that there's like the two sides of it right and it's much cheaper to buy an old bmw motorcycle than it is to buy an old bmw or an old porsche yeah so it's my buddy jeff um is is, he does those old bmws right he's a specialist in old bmw motorcycles and you know the boxer engines and everything Mm -hmm. like that and he sold one on bring a trailer a couple of weeks ago and it sold for 75 grand he did well oh wow yeah and but that bike is just gorgeous i mean he had all of these rare parts on it and accessories and everything everything was period correct right and, and it was a Pretty much like a, a Concorde level build. It was yeah. quite impressive. Yeah, I mean, I did okay when I, I sold mine. I had a 69 R75, and I did all right. Yeah. Um, but I miss that bike. Yeah. You know? And I I don't know. Like I said, and I it's kind of like the same thing. I mean, if you're going on the electric bike, it's it's an around town putter kind right. of thing. So that BMW could fill that same exact need. Right. Because you're not going to take it on road trips because that's your BMW, your, yeah, your, your current BMW. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that thing is just so rock solid. Yeah. It needs a service, but it's rock solid. Yeah. It sucks. It's got 36,000. It's ready for its 36K. Oh, wow. Yep. The Forerunner is coming up on a service. The Forerunner needs new tires. Really? Which, yeah. The So last time, or the last couple times I went off-roading, normally if I go on an off-road trip, I'll get the alignment done right after yeah. because it, they get screwed up. And I didn't, and the inside driver's tire is starting, oh. you know, the darker version of black before yeah. it goes really bad. It's like that. And so the, if you look at the tires, they don't look bad overall. Just but the flip them around, just, put the white wall side out. I mean, yeah, you, yeah <laughs> that's a pretty shitty, cheesy way to do it. But, um, and it sucks because dude, those tires are like, when I bought them, they were like 130 a piece and, and they're 250 two, now. Yeah. That's a thousand dollars in tires. Oh yeah. That's freaking crazy. Yeah, it's it's amazing just how much shit costs, and yeah. a lot of it we know is just corporations again right. pleasing shareholders and and using the supply chain shortage excuse to right. drive up prices, and it's just insane with how much things have gotten. Like, I mean, a bag of chips, like a bag of like Ruffles, used to be like a three dollar purchase, and now it's like six bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy, and the bag probably has. The like same or less. Less weight right. to it. Yeah. yeah. The shrinkflation plus the price increase. It's like, what the hell? Yeah, I bought a... What did we buy? Uh, I bought a tri-tip. Okay. Recently. Yeah. It was like $25. Oh, yeah. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah. But uh, Wild Fork. Yes, I know. I turned you on to that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, their prices are really good. Yeah. Did you see their club? They have a club? It's, it's like three bucks or something. It's stupid cheap for the year. Okay. And they will deliver. Oh shit! Yeah, and their prices are really good. So yeah. I was thinking about because they they're full. They have full packers. Yeah, for less than I've seen anywhere, and all their stuff's frozen. Right. So you have to be okay with that. But you can get a suckling pig. Yeah, I they had all sorts of oh, weird, all weird kinds cuts of cool stuff. and different stuff. Yeah, good meats. I've got some. Actually, I still have. I need to make it. But I've got a ostrich in the or not ostrich. I have a kangaroo in the garage. Nice. Yeah, I like that kind of stuff. 
So with all of my uh, business travel to begin the year with, um, I've been to Japan three times. That's crazy. It's only June. Yeah, it's not even June. Or yet, not even yes, June. Yeah, almost I, June. I hit platinum status on May 1st. Ooh. So I want to see. Do they give you a ring? No, but I get like a metal tag oh, or card or fancy. They'll send. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's one of those things where it's like the higher up in status you go, the more points and shit you get so that it makes it easier. Is it pers- is it persistent or do you have to do it every year? My status is good through uh, through 2025. Like, oh, nice. I think beginning of 2025. So I get all of next year yeah, yeah. with this status. So if I get to fly... I, I, I want to say if I fly it one more time this year internationally, I might even unlock the the top one, the 1K something or other, which they let me sit in the in the cabin or something. <laughs> they let you fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They give you they give you flight lessons. They give me plastic wings. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. that'd be great. No, they upgrade <laughs> you to the metal wings at that point. Yeah, yeah. You get the cat the die cast ones. That's funny. But like, that's a that's a lot. I've only been on a few planes this year. Yeah, it, it was. It's the most I've. It's the fastest I've ever gotten to that point. Like I yeah. had one year where I was like 150 miles short of platinum status, oh. and so in December I flew Jeanette, Grayson, and I up to San Francisco just and for back. a quick weekend yeah, and yeah. back just to get that right. that premier uh, status. Because at least at this point, like I, I had to fly up to San Francisco a couple of weeks ago for work, and I got bumped up to first class. So it's like all right, nice. And then I get standard. Uh, economy plus seating so I can buy the cheap economy ticket oh as I could save 30 bucks or whatever or more is it more now yeah the, the delta is bigger than just 30 bucks it used oh. to be just that difference. yeah it was like you paid 30 bucks an upgrade or whatever yeah now yeah. it's more like a hundred bucks um so I get the free uh economy plus seating and, and now with the platinum status I can do it for up to like eight people so oh, it's like if a, you're with a group, you upgrade buying tickets, Oh, that's cool. I can upgrade everybody to that. I, that's cool. Who the fuck flies with eight people? Uh, who's buying plane tickets for eight people? Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have a grip of kids. Family? Yeah. I flew my least favorite airline the other Spirit? week. Spirit? No. Frontier. Uh, Southwest. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're all bad. But yeah, I had to fly Southwest. And man, it, it was funny. I ended up, I was like, I don't know, B. Yeah. 25 or I, something I like love that. JetBlue simply because it's the same low-cost carrier mentality as Southwest, but I get a damn seat. Yes, if the if you are at a destination that JetBlue services are right. going to one, right? Yeah, that, so, that is the problem is they don't fly everywhere that Southwest does, but at the same time, it's like... Well, and this was also, I bought tickets the day before. Yeah. Uh, or bought a ticket on a one-way flight. So it yeah. was, uh, yeah, it was, it was shitty. But it was funny, so I was like, be something. And I can't remember, but I, you know, they're lined everybody up. They yeah. board A and like, okay, B. I'm like standing there just with the last people to get on the plane because it wasn't a full flight, which was good. Okay. So I ended up having a row to myself. Oh, that's nice. So you're like B, whatever. You assume that there's going to be people after you. Nope. Wow. It was the end of the road. Nobody wanted to go there, huh? No. Was it a weird time of day, like late night flight kind of thing? or? It was first thing on a Tuesday morning. Okay. Yeah. So it was. I unfortunately had to go deal with some personal things. Uh, but the sex change came through clean. Yeah, still a guy. It's weird. <laughs> I, it was a net zero. <laughs> the, uh, the the travel thing is like Jeanette is, is flying to uh, Italy in two weeks. Oh, that'd be nice. For work? Sort just... of. She's working on a book project. Okay. And so the book that she's working on, the printer is in um, Italy just outside of Venice. Oh, nice. 
And so she's got to go to the printer to do a press check to make sure the colors and everything sure. is, is right. So she's going out with a photographer and stuff. So she's going out there for that. And then she comes back. Grace and I head to, to Pike's Peak. But in October, she's having a gallery opening for her book. Oh, cool. Where at? Uh, it'll be in three cities. It'll be New York, somewhere, I think Austin, uh-huh. and then like LA. Oh, cool. But that means in October, Jeanette and I are going to go to New York for the gallery opening. Sure, sure. So now I'm looking at it like, oh, okay, so I can buy the regular cheap seats, get upgrade. the upgrade. Yeah, and then get like a bajillion points for doing that. And then that gets me a little bit closer than the status. But actually, the, the, the funny thing is, is like the airfare was relatively cheap. Like it was... Um, for both of us, round trip, it was just under 800 bucks To so, New York. To New York. That's not bad. So not bad. Yeah. But hotels, like everything that we're looking at, it's like, yeah, it's 400 bucks a night. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's the problem is because we, we're both either... Jeanette's status is with Hyatt, and my status is with like uh, Marriott. Oh, okay. So when you limit it to just those chains... Yeah. You're paying out the ass. Right. Whereas if we'd be fine with our, a Holiday Inn Express or something like that, we could pay less, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on where in New York you are, too. And that's the thing is, like, they're they're still trying to figure out the the gallery location. Oh, sure. And so once they know that, then we'll try to get something close to the gallery. Yeah, yeah. I don't have any, like, no flights, nothing really planned. I got to find something, dude. I I need a break mentally (laughs) from just so much that's happening. Well, and the sad thing is, is this is a holiday weekend and here we are sitting across from each other doing this. <laughs> right I mean, honestly, it. like, I think this is like most, most of these holidays, like I don't really go out. It's way too crowded most places, right? Like people yes. are out. There's dumbasses driving around. Oh yeah. Um, I just, you know, and, and I've had, like I'm dealing with stuff that, you know, my family is going through some stuff and it's just kind of like, that's been really taking up a lot of time. Yeah. So even just having a, weekend to just kind of recover to do this or to like you know i'm gonna run to ikea when we're done like just little crap that needs to be done an ice cream cone yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get some meatballs actually i'm not not even gonna go in the store (laughs) i'm gonna do that you bring it to me but while they're bringing it to you you can go get the ice cream because it's right at the checkout oh is it Mm -hmm. i've never had ice cream there it's good i've had um, a nice soft serve meatballs from there a long time yes in the restaurant but that's upstairs ah well you could get the frozen and take them home i have not done that yeah they let you do that I would just rather go to Trader Joe's and get their meatballs, which is fine. But you know, it's it, it is nice. Like I, I took actually took Friday off as well, so it's like a four day weekend for me. Just oh, look because at I you! Just plain needed. A yeah, break, yeah, yeah. You know. It's, yeah, and that's that's one of those things where it's, it's it's funny how many times you kind of lie to yourself or just like, oh, it'll be fine once I get past this week. Yeah, and then next week is more of the same, or whatever it may be, and it, it could be work related, it could be family, or it could be just whatever but it's just whatever you have to do to keep yourself to keep moving forward well you know i've got i have birthday coming up i'm in the process of relocating and that's like basically the rest of this through june yeah and then after that it'll be easier then it'll be garage sales have you are you doing a garage sale No, no 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 i have given away or sold so much stuff uh that I, I don't need to do a cross. Oh, you need people going through your shit and just lowballing. Oh God. No, they do that <laughs> online. Anyways. Oh, I know. I know. Dude, I sold. Okay. The couch at the apartment was a, a decent couch, yeah. right? It was up there for who knows whatever. I can't remember what I sold it for, but you would get people to be like, I'll give you 50 bucks. Yeah. 
No. No, if I wanted 50 bucks, I would ask 50 bucks. What's the lowest you'll go? What it's listed for? Yes. And I finally, I told one person, I said, I would sooner put it on the curb and light it on fire. Before selling it to you. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just, I, I, I was like, I'm done. I oh, can't. I, know. I can't. I hate people. I know. Dude, I just don't get. The best is when they tell you some sort of sob story, like, oh, I've got cancer. Okay, but I'm trying or to you sell look the at like, sofa. If it's on Marketplace on Facebook, yeah. you can see their Marketplace pages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it, it's obvious. Half these people are just re-flippers. Oh, yeah. So it's like, no, I'm not going to do that because yeah. I'd rather it goes to somebody that could use it. Yeah. Right? The couch ended up being a, co- a college kid. That was there getting their first apartment. And it'll be torched at the end of the semester. Probably. Next year. <laughs> but it was fun. She's like, well, will, will you go any lower? Nope. Yeah. You're here now. You came knowing how much it was. Yep. Right? Why did you come? I would give them 50 bucks off if they can pick up the entire sofa by themselves and hold it up in the air for 30 seconds. It'd have to be more like a minute. Yeah, but I, I a full like sofa, like not a section of it, like the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. That'd be worth watching. That'd be entertaining for 50 bucks Maybe. for a minute or otherwise. I don't know. But if they damage it, they pay full price. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was just, you know, and then I had uh, sold some bedroom furniture and the, it's just weird. But the guy's like, so you're going to help me load the truck, right? No. No. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I moved it outside. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, I, I've had to do that. Like, will not help with transportation. Will not help with delivery. Will not help with loading. Bring us, bring somebody. Yeah. That was there. There was a guy that contacted about the couch. He said, "I'll give you." How about the? It was like let's say it was listed for two hundred. Yeah. He goes fifty dollars and you deliver. <laughs> Who are these people, man? That's when you uh, send them a Venmo request to that email for five bucks just for wasting your time. Oh, dude. Or it's like, what? Do you ever see that thing where they? Uh, the guy's like, yeah, I'll buy it. And he sends him an address. And the guy goes, oh, it's a comedy club. Is this like whatever? He goes, no, go up there and tell your jokes to people. Did you ever see that thing? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen, yeah. It's kind of like that. I want to do, yeah. yeah, I want to do that to somebody. I would, I, dude, I just don't get it. I don't like selling stuff. I get really frustrated with people. I, I have no patience. Yeah. And I turn into a jerk. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those things where it's the same thing. It's like if I see something that's for sale, it's like, I want it. But then I also kind of want to know, will they, are they flexible on price? Yeah, I think it's one thing to be like, to, okay, if you're if you're selling something for fifty dollars, to be like, hey man, I'll give you like forty five. Yeah, yeah. But to go, I'll give you four. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. So I'm looking at a at a at a watch, and yeah. so I, I emailed the seller, and the guy like buys and sells watches, so he's he's kind of this is his gig, and so I said, hey, um, I'm good with the price, but is there a way I can avoid paying sales tax? Because the sales tax changes the price decent enough sure. to it's like ah, and the guy's like, well, if you've got an out of state address, I'm just like, all right, well, I've got friends in Vegas, I can have it shipped to, and I'll just drive over there and pick it up. And at that point, it's like, okay, the numbers make sense; yeah, it's kind of worth do the it. Math on the gas and the rest of it. It's still, I'd still come out ahead. Yeah, well. So it's like ah, you could fly out. Yeah, if I get one of those like thirty nine dollars Southwest flights, which apparently never happen. Really? I apparently not. Well, you weren't flying to Vegas, though. Well, yeah, that's true. That's so, very true. I think Vegas, you probably could get the cheap-ass flight, but it might also be the first flight of the morning at you know 6 a.m. or whatever. But, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, there are things where I'll reach out. But to your point, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, if the, if they were asking 1000 I wouldn't go, hey, will you take 250 Well, and that's the thing. Like, you, it's not like... Like, within 10%, I think, is a fair kind of like, hey... I also like, but you say no to people, and you're probably like, no, sorry, this is what's listed for. And then they get mad at you. Yeah, no, at that point, I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. Yeah, and blocked. 
either I'll walk or I'm like, all right, well, I still want it. Yeah. You know, I just thought I'd check. Well, I mean, you're obviously, if it's a thing that you want, well, like again, though, a lot yeah. of these people are flippers, but if you're a normal person, it's a thing that you want and you've clicked on this because it is a reasonable price. Yes. You already wouldn't have clicked on it. Correct. Don't, don't be that person. Have some etiquette. Decorum. I don't know what the right word is here, but don't be a jack wagon. Yes. Don't be a dick. Yeah, exactly. Be courteous. Don't be rude. That doesn't seem to exist in large quantities these days. Oh, man, it does not in so many different ways. And I think I'm just tired of dealing with these folks. Yeah. So I like to have fun at other people's expense. Yeah, as most people do. As most people do. And so on one of my um, business trips, we we were holding a, um, a press event. And the venue was a very fancy uh, model home in Northern California. Okay. Like... For sale for like eleven and a half million dollars. Sure, but it wasn't an eleven and a half million dollar house. If you looked at it closely, right? You know, like the baseboards are MDF. Like the the build quality is a little suspect on sure. stuff. But it was a model home, and if you ever walk into a model home, it's very sterile. You know, you're not seeing family. They're all neutral, and it's yeah, all yeah, neutral, yeah. and yeah. The, the artwork is just kind of because they want you to imagine yourself imagine, in the exactly. House. So we were at the house for a whole week, and uh, I wanted to make it seem a little cozier. So I went out and printed um, my family Christmas card photo from a couple years ago. It's where Jeanette, Grace, and I are, are wearing our raccoon pajamas, right? The onesies, yeah, yeah. And we're in the forest. That photo, that yeah, I'm showing that's you right it. Now. Yep. So I printed that out in black and white. Nice. And I got a large frame for it, <laughs> and I propped it up in the house. That's funny. Did and anybody notice? Some of the journalists did. Okay. Some of the other people like on the, in the PR department noticed yeah. it. Um, but the best part was is because it's a model home, it's not like anybody knows what the house is really supposed to look like. Right. So we left it behind. Oh, nice. So I think going forward, that's going to be my thing. Like if I have to do another press event in a fancy rented house somewhere, I'm going to make it feel like home. I'm going to put some home touches in it somewhere. I like it. I've... Uh... I've done similar things with photos, but I've just used the family that was in the frame yeah. and left it. Oh, right? So okay. it's just it's, the, you, whoever came with the frame. Right. Right. And you just put that in random places like that too. Or we had one for years and I might've told you this before. There was a picture of son of Sam oh. hanging on our Christmas tree. <laughs> and finally, somebody looked at it and went, wait a minute, who is that? And I, I just, <laughs> I had put it up every year and nobody noticed for a really long time. Well, it's, it's like the, um, the Jesus photos where they, it's not Jesus, but it's somebody in a robe. It's right. it's a Jedi that people just assume is Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. There was, so you were at a, a press event. I went, this is interesting to me. So having been in the automotive world for a long time, I've been on the OE side of consumer. Yeah. And, you know, dealer events. But I got invited to go to a feedback event as the consumer as a consumer feedback so it was on the opposite event. side yeah. right go to tell them about instead of the conducting the, the survey or yeah, the i was event. the survey yes surveyed did you dress up i did not uh but I, it was interesting to be on that side of the table they did and it was a full deal where they had a camera a photographer is it one-on-one -on -one interviews or is it group interviews one-on-one -on -one for the first part of it okay yep and it was with the actual vehicle, walk around, what do you like, what don't you like, fit and finish, what yeah. issues, usability. Like, they really wanted to dive in. It was really cool. Did you point out some really obscure thing that you think I pointed else? out stuff that the guy was like, what? 
Like there were a couple of things. He's, he oh, was yeah, like, the uh, the grain texture between the door panel and the dash <laughs> isn't the same. You can tell this is a Napa grain, and this is a little bit different. This is more of a Dakota Nothing grain. Nothing quite that weird, but there oh. were some usability things or like functionality oh, things yeah. where I was like, this shouldn't work this way. And he's like, well, nobody's ever brought this up before. I'm like, well, because they just assume that that's the way it's fun. supposed to work. Yeah. Yeah. There were a few things like that. And then a few things about some design stuff where I was like, this doesn't match to your, like, yeah. not necessarily the grains don't match, but this doesn't fit with everything else that you've done. Yeah, it seems like an afterthought. Yeah, yeah, like- so, so a few things like that. But anyways, it was it was just interesting to be on that side of the table. And then, so they you, we did that part, and then it was with product quality, and then they take you... How in. long was this experience? Mm, a couple hours, actually. Do they feed you? Do you get like a... There were drinks and stuff, and then they gave a $200 Amazon card. Okay, I was going to say, what's your... Yeah. Fine. Uh, which, obviously, I didn't get to keep. But the... Um, but it was it was cool. So it was interesting. And then they we, there were three of us that went into a room and they asked questions about like interior and they would show a picture on the screen and say, okay, number one is like, let's say the center console. Okay. Do you have thoughts about fit finish materials, that kind of thing, functionality? And was it the same center console that's actually in the production vehicle or was yeah, it some yeah, concept yeah. stuff? Okay. No, it was the same one. So they're, they're showing pictures of the production vehicle, but they're asking questions about like certain parts. Of what it. would you change? Yeah. You know, like there's a door in the center console under the stack yep. that... Quite frankly, automotive companies stop using piano black. Just stop. Yeah, it's, it's awful. But the door doesn't have a positive feedback to clo- to the latch. Yeah, it just is Slots. squishy. Yeah. So half the time when you go to let go, it's not actually latched, or you go to open it, it doesn't actually open. So yeah. we just leave it open all the time. But there were a lot of little things like that we talked about. But it, again, the, the experience of being on that side, at first I was like, I'm going to talk like I'm a dumb, dumb consumer, <laughs> and then realized, well, actually they're asking for real feedback. So I start giving feedback, and I am talking closer to the way they would talk to themselves. Right. And they're like, or an engineer would talk. And the guy was like, wait a minute, who are you? And we started I'm talking. I'm a spy. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of at first he was like, "This is weird," and then I just explained to him, and he's like, "Oh, that's awesome." This yeah, guy, uh, his name's Robert. Really, really nice dude. And in fact, like we emailed back and forth a couple of times, just hey, nice to meet you, kind of thing. But now your friends on LinkedIn and Facebook. No, 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 no. That's no. coming next. No, no, stop. Oh, and by the way, if you're on LinkedIn, it's not Facebook. Oh, just do you shit. know that it's not Facebook? I don't care that your kid went to a fucking soccer tournament. I, I don't. And you know what? It, Cancer happens to everybody, but I don't need to know what family member of yours is dealing with cancer on your LinkedIn profile. Yeah, like, it's just, when did it become so bad? But I, I do love the over-the-top meme-worthy posts where, you know, the guy helps somebody, you know, rescue their dog and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and that was the guy they were interviewing with. Oh, yeah. Whatever. No, the interviewer was the dog. dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's all the most ridiculous crap, but anyways. I'm noticing now, like, it's... Across social media, the bullshit that people are posting simply for engagement. Yeah. So people posting videos just to piss other people off just so they can drive the view count and the engagement. Or like those math problems where, you know, it's a it's a formula with parentheses and, and you have to do the order of operations and stuff. And, oh, and people, then people are fighting over in the it. comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they get a ton of of traffic. Uh, or the videos where like the captioning makes no sense. You're right. Like what's that? But you realize that the only reason they intentionally screwed up was to get those comments, was yeah. to get the viewers, was to get people to share. Oh, look how stupid this video caption is. I do like what does. I do laugh at the ones where it's like somebody says, "My four-year-old." Oh, existential crises. Blah blah yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah. blah. And I love the comments. Like nobody said that. Yeah. Shut up. Nobody said that. 
And so it's that's just where it, stupid. Yeah. So LinkedIn, I see that there. I see it on Facebook. Yeah, I see I think it on Instagram. And it's just like, oh. I just think it's funny. Like the stuff that like, I don't, I mean, I go on LinkedIn every so often I get a notification and I'll look and I don't really engage with it much, but I have scrolled through in the last couple months and just been like, this is basically Facebook. It is. But worse totally. because it has no, none of that stuff has a place to be there. Well, and it's, it's so self promotional yeah for like sure. it's so weird you're like okay good for you right yeah it's, it's there was okay so the company that i work for we had this guy that was working for us and he when he got hired he paid he self-paid uh-huh. for an automotive news article about him being hired. Oh, shit. Which is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, Just to appear in Automotive News as getting a new title or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it was so fluffed and made up and whatever. So anyways, when he left, he made this big post on LinkedIn yeah. about all these things. And it it was... His accolades or something? Kind of. But it was, you know, 500 words to literally say nothing. Oh, yeah. But it was all very self-congratulatory and like inflated. And, oh, and I owe these people so much, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. And he's like, what the what fuck? are you talking this about? This isn't like an award ceremony. You're no, dude. Thinking, the, yeah. the people that like self-flagellate. Yes. Good vocabulary. Thank you. The, the, I don't Grayson, get it. Grayson. When you hear that word, look it up in a dictionary. Yeah, look it up. You'll <laughs> like it. But I mean, those, these people, like what in the god dang heck is wrong with you, man? Just what happened to the days you go about your business, do good stuff. Yeah. Celebrate on your own. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't. Well, it, it's, it's the same thing as like people when they're doing some sort of charitable act and they video it, you know, and they're showing you that they're helping the homeless or whatever, but they make a big deal out of it. Have you seen the, um, the people now that are like making fun of those videos? So I, I've seen a couple where it's like it, they're obviously making fun of, it, but it's like somebody's like, Oh, you know, I was, why did you help me? I was going to do this really nice thing for you. Blah, blah, blah. And these people are like, you know, I don't know. They're like, why would you do that? Anyways, there was one. And the guy's like, um, you know, he helps him like, I don't know, let's say he gets something off the top shelf or yeah. whatever. And the guy goes, well, where's my money? <laughs> and he's like, what? He goes, oh, aren't are you one of those channels where you like give people money for doing nice things? <laughs> the guy's like, what are you talking about? It's really funny. That's pretty good. Yeah. So there's a couple of those or one that's like, I saw one that was, this guy's like, oh, this is my last dollar, but I was going to give it to like somebody that helps me. And he like gives it to the person and she's like, oh my God, this is, this is amazing. It's just in time. Cause I, I was going to pay the person that helps me. And they just hand this dollar back and forth. It's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. I, but the, I just, I feel like LinkedIn specifically has just gone in the last year or so just down the tubes. Like, I think it's everybody that doesn't want to be on Facebook anymore went to LinkedIn. Right. But we don't need that no i agree agree. so i don't know that's all i got on that front (laughs) (laughs) and then there's that yeah i whatever and that you know what i think i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to ikea i know that that those meatballs and ice cream are just calling your name i think it's great that i just pull in the parking lot and check in i guess i've never done pickup at ikea do you use the tools that the Ikea furniture comes with? Or nope. do you pull out your own I Allen wrench and yeah. stick it in, or your own Allen bits and put it at the end of your cordless drill? I use my own. Yeah. yeah. There was uh, like that cabinet, that it, yeah. all the motorcycle cabinet stuff, which is actually pretty cool. So it opens and it's got hanging space okay. on the main part. And then the smaller door opens and it's shelves. So all okay. the helmets fit on there. It was actually weirdly yeah. good for my purpose. You have multiple helmets? Yeah. For... There's, off-road and street? I have a or like dirt bike a, helmet, my like ADV helmet, my street helmet. 
I have your casual helmet, your formal helmet. <laughs> and I have a couple. Um, but it was, well, it's like helmets and I've got like moto shoes and some other it's things. It's a but good thing. It turned I... out to be a perfect. Yeah. Ca- anyways, yeah, I built all that with a screw gun. I take the, if I don't have the right Allen key, you bit, just cut it. I cut it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, uh, I, I guess it's glad, I'm glad I don't do things that require helmets because my head is so massive that my helmets would be massive and therefore I would need way more space to store my helmets because of my huge dome. I have one of those 6D helmets. Okay. Are the one, so it's one of those helmets where the inner shell and outer shell, are just, they're on a suspension system. Right, so it allows for movement. Yeah, so that if you do crash, it yeah. slows the brain rotation down and I yeah. guess it hits your head slower. Um, your brain impacts the inside of your skull slower. So yeah, you, it's basically like so that when you hit an irregular surface, the outer can actually twist and flex. Right. Instead yeah. of being really dumb, Rigid. you're just little dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, those, because of that system, it's a pretty big shell. And it looks kind of ridiculous if you look in the mirror. Like, yeah. they just are, you're like, ooh, that's weird. Yeah, because every time I go to, like, the K1 or I go karting or anything, I borrow a helmet, I, I have, like, the... What size do you wear? The double XL. Holy crap, what size is your hat? Eight. Oh. And the problem is, is it's not so much, it's just, like, eight is fine on a hat where it's fabric and it sure. stretches. But I'm long front to back. Oh, and so my head is oval kind of shaped, looking at like you know top down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so even like some XL helmets, like depending on the in shape, in theory should yeah. fit. But yeah, depending on the shape, you basically need probably an awry shape. They're usually like an oval. Yeah, yeah. that would be probably where I mean. can't wear those helmets. They kill my head. I have to wear like a because it squeezes it too. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I wear a well, I wear a seven and a half hat, but that's obviously a decent amount smaller than an eight. That's a half smaller. I would. I wonder like. But what the What's hell is the, the sizes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never <laughs> I either. And I know we could look it up, and I never have, because I don't think I want to know. Yeah, we look up other shit all the time. Yeah, but <laughs> that one, we're like, ah, I'll we'll just leave it as. I had to buy something the other day, and I, you know, I sometimes certain things are hard to buy, like a like a, a knee brace, right? Yeah, like a neoprene brace, because you could get what you think is your size, and the measurements all say that it should be your size. But then, but then you read the reviews, and people are like, "Oh, I size down." Yeah, I read one guy was like, basically, he goes, "Nope, you need to go down two sizes, or it's just not tight um, enough." Or tight it, enough, yeah. yeah. It, it'll kind of, you know, they stretch a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, "All right," so I ended up two, down two sizes. I'll be damned. He's right. Huh? So I ended up with a small, where I would have, yeah, if I had read, I would ordered a large like normal. Yeah, I just thought that it's so. You would think as a manufacturer, you know what the purpose of the product is, and you know how much how much compression that product should right. offer. You should be able to then judge the sizing accordingly. But yeah, I don't know. It was just weird, but it is almost like you had to order reverse Japanese, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty funny. I did see something though that was uh, oh shit, what was the product? Something from Japan, and people were saying that like I wear a large. They're like, oh, I wear a large, but I had to wear or had to order a triple X. Oh, shit. Just to be a, because a large. The, yeah, yeah. And that's an American large. Yeah. It's pretty funny. And Americans are large. Yes. Yes. And on that happy-go-lucky note. Get a black t-shirt. Uh, get a black t-shirt. Order triple extra large in Japanese. And we have no idea what hat sizes are. And then Swedish meatballs. Indeed. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.